Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to another edition of the C3 Friday Free-For-All. I'm your host, Cody Lashney, back again for another edition of the show that is for the fans, by the fans. The link is in the description box for everyone to join. Um, if you would like to, you can be a part of the show. Let your opinion be heard. Um, if it sounds like I'm in a box, your boy's microphone took a shit, dude. And there's nothing I can do about it, man. All I can do is roll with the punches. If I sound like I'm in a box or that I'm fighting a robot or something like that, well, you know why. I'm dealing with a janky-ass headset, bro. But we'll get it done. The Friday free-for-all goes on, unencumbered. You already know what it is. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. You already know some of these C3 faithful we got on the show today, man. You know them and love them. Uh, we haven't seen this man in a minute. But I'm happy to see his handsome face. I don't even care. Do y'all call another man handsome? No homo. I don't give a shit, bro. It's Nick Montero. Nick, what's up, dude? What up, man? It's Friday. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this for a couple weeks now. That that Pats game. Yes, sir. Watch that Bills game, though. That was great. We needed that. Yeah, yeah. A lot. Two wildly different performances. You know, one that leaves you wanting a lot. And then another one that leaves you feeling pretty damn good about uh, what our team might be. So, Dude, the only thing that made that thing even more fair, and it sucks to say it, but was the fact that Zane Gonzalez went down. So we didn't yeah. have anyone yep. to kick, and they didn't have anyone to, to uh, punt up. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a story to follow, man. That kicker position, I swear it's cursed for us. Uh, it's it's been that way ever since we let let go of Graham Gano. It, that's been a cursed position for us. But uh, yeah, it's definitely rough. But uh, we'll discuss it, man. So much to discuss today. Next up, my man Panther Pickle Kenneth. What's up, brother? Happy you can be here joining the free for all. How are you? 
wonderful man. You can call me a lot of things, but handsome ain't one of them. Oh, but it don't is tell what me it what is. I can't do. You're a handsome man too. I'll say what I want to. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Browns fans, ice up, son, ice up, ice up, <laughs> ice up, Browns fans. Because Baker, he's got your bottle, and he's gonna kick your bottle. Hey, I'm I'm feeling it, man. The more and more time goes on, I like the bravado. I like yep. what he's bringing to the table. He hasn't fully converted me yet. I still need to see a little more. But I'm liking yep. what Baker Mayfield's done so far. Next up, my man, Drew. Drew, how are you, brother? Happy to have you back on the Friday free-for-all. What's going on, fellas? The countdown is on. Nine days to kick off. Nine days to the bloodbath. <laughs> yes, sir. So Cleveland coming to town. Hopefully our guys are ready to stop the run because I'm sure Nick Chubb is going to be up to the challenge. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, I hate to break it to you, Drew, especially nine days beforehand. We can't stop the run. I've seen it. We just can't. So. <laughs> Oh, man. Have it, some it was, faith, Nick. Have some faith. Yeah. You and uh, I were both at that uh, pass game, dude. You and I were uh, both at. Phil I'm Stone. just saying, I'll tell you, backups. And I'll tell yep. you what, though. Seeing what our front was able to do against Buffalo, granted, Buffalo was playing backups. But, dude, Derek Brown, uh, it, it looks like he might take that step this year, y'all. Mm-hmm. I mean, finally, you know. I, I tell you what, I'd like to see them line up Derek Brown and McCall together. I, I know. Oh, that, that would be nice. I just, I just yeah. see. Plus, I, I heard what did y'all hear what uh, Phil Snow said in his uh, weekly presser? He was uh, talking about mo- getting Brandon Smith on the field. That he also said about multiple fronts. Somebody asked him about including on four man fronts. Uh, and he said that we have enough people to do multiple, multiple fronts. That's yeah. all he would say. So, no, yeah, and I agree with him. I think yeah. that we, we, yeah. we do have a good bit of yeah. talent that allows mm-hmm. us to be versatile in what we do this year. Uh, next up, let's welcome the boy. You already know him. It's the man, White Chocolate Espresso. My brother, what's up, dog? Not much, man. Uh, I just got done watching the new Lord of the Rings show. Yeah, I did too. I yeah, for, yeah not, like not even, not even two hours ago. I think. <clears throat> yeah, episode two. You think it? Hey, uh, that's is what the I whole think show out? Hmm? Is the whole show out, or are they doing it's it like episodes. week by week? Uh, every every week, but they release the first two episodes. And I'm not a big time Lord of the Rings fan, mm-hmm. but dude, I'll be damned if it don't look pretty. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I, it, I'm it, actually it, watching it now. <laughs> yeah, it, dude, it's, it, it's a it's a really good show. I like the uh, the, the world, the characters, and again, you I'm think not... that's who that is the guy with no name. I think who I think it is. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, the, at the end, the the old the the dude who lands. Yeah, I do think that that's probably who that is. Yeah, and dude, I don't know shit about Lord of the Rings, and I can probably <laughs> think that that's who that is. But yeah. anyway, dude, we're off topic as we ought to do. Um, again, if you would like to join, uh, the link is in the description. Um, I'll post it up here in the chat room here in just a second. If there's anyone that would like to join, uh, but let's just jump into it. Uh, uh, someone's got the speaking spell going. 
But uh, all right, let me ask you all this. We talked about it a little bit on Tuesday night, but the free for all is for y'all. So what I want to know is, what did Baker Mayfield actually say? It was so blown out of proportion. This whole interaction between Cynthia Freeland. I can play it if uh, if uh, if you guys wanted to hear it again. But a lot was made about it. And a lot was made about Baker Mayfield saying he's going to fuck up the Browns. Now, Baker Mayfield has since responded to it, said that there was no truth to it. But before I do, fellas, what did you make of all this? And uh, we're going to start with Panther Pickle. Panther Pickle, what say you, man? And by um, the way, Tim Tizzy, hell yeah, you should join, brother. There's never been a better time than right now. Get your ass in here, bro. Go ahead, Pickle. Yeah, um, you know what? I... I if it was, I would have responded that way. You know, uh, reports was she walked up to him and she says, uh, glad you're here. Uh, I hope you kick butt or kick ass. And he yep. said what he said. He said, we're going to fuck him up. You know what? That's what I would say. It just <laughs> is. But I'm yep. country and that's just what I would say. And then I got on national television. Somebody said, did you say that? I said, no. Nice guys don't say that. I probably would say, yeah, I said it, but I'm not him. I'm not yeah. him, and I don't involve all the politicalization that he has to do. So I would yeah. deny it, too, even if I knew I said it. Now, the big deal is, can our team back it up? I think they can. We may not win another game this year, but I think we're going up there, and we're going to clean the Browns clock. Yeah. I really do, and I'd like to see that. I, I want a 50-burger. And, and by the way, it's like humiliation even, if, game. even if Baker didn't say that, yeah, we all know that's how he feels. Yeah, I mean, how could you not feel yeah. that way yeah. given the circumstances yeah. around yeah. this game? And, and, and let's be honest: if he would have said, "You're damn right, I said it, and I mean it," we're going to kick her damn ass. You know how many Panther fans are, are not just NFL fans would be on his ass right uh, now? Yeah, not in a bad way, in a good way. See, that's the man right there. I, I think as football players, yeah, Cam Newton and Baker Mayfield are very different people. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like as public figures, especially playing quarterback, right, they're very similar, man. They're right. a lightning rod. And in a way, damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, right. you know? If he did <laughs> say if he did say that, oh now he's being arrogant and talking yep. shit and all the things that you're not supposed to do as a quarterback. But, you know, then if he takes the high road, well, then it's like, oh, he's hiding something. Why don't you just come out and say it? Or, oh, why are you backtracking now? It's literally a lose-lose scenario. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Noah B for the 199 says, did y'all see the new Panther Confidential? I did. I didn't uh, finish all of it. I came into it a little bit late. I was about to leave uh, right as it was playing. But I did catch the very end of it. It seemed to be shorter than most. Yeah. I, I, well, I haven't watched much of it. Well, if if uh if we have some time later on, we'll we'll go through um some of the Panthers confidential stuff. But appreciate you, Noah. Um so listen, this is I, I, I wanna ask y'all what y'all make of Cynthia Freeland. So this was her initial comments and we'll play them for the purposes of having them on the podcast. Some butt. I'm using the first time out. I'm using the first time out. We only have three. 
Uh, you ran into Baker Mayfield, mm -hmm. former yeah. Browns quarterback, uh -huh. yeah. um, recently, and I <laughs> yeah. was hoping you could share an exchange that you had. It was after the field, or on the field, after the game against the Bills, this preseason game three, and I walked up to him like, I'm so excited to see you. Like, go, you know, I was like, kick some butt. I didn't say that word, but, you know, <laughs> kick some butt, kid. Yeah. No, <laughs> go kick some butt, especially week one. I, like, cannot wait. And he uses some expletives and, I was like, I just hope you're like, he's like, I'm going to bleep them up. Like, that's being the Cleveland Browns, that's, the week one yeah, opponent. That's of the our week one Carolina opponent. Depending on who's listening to this, and it's not four people, like that could be a headline uh, across the nation tomorrow because he's not said that publicly the same way. I'm going to f them up. Is that what his quote was? Was that what the quote was? <laughs> the notice how she hesitates. At the very end, she's like, oh, fuck. I think this just turned into something that I didn't think it was going to. Uh, you hear it in her I don't voice. say curse words on air. I don't want to get but Was that the quote? <laughs> yes. You can confirm. So, you know, and like uh, Panther Pickle, kind of what you were saying, like it seems like that's kind of how somebody might react in that scenario. Yep. Maybe she is telling the truth. Mm -hmm. uh, real quick, how about this man? The voice that makes the voice. CK, what's up, brother? What's up, guys? Can you hear me pretty well? Yeah, I'm clear with those nice. What's up, bro? Boys, I'm uh, just out here enjoying the weather before it gets too cold and it's football season and there's other things to be doing other than sitting outside spending time in nature. Um, bro, I'm just uh, – did, uh, did you guys already have a chance to talk about the Camp Confidential and all that stuff? No, we have, no. We've, we're only 13 minutes in, man. We're just talking about uh, this Baker Mayfield comments, wanting to let everybody uh, get their opinion on – did Baker indeed say, I'm going to fuck up the Browns? I think okay. it's just such a big nothing burger, even like I just, it's such a, it's, it's so irritating. It's similar to the, like the, the, it's, it's not to the same controversy, but it's just like Cam Newton's route running to Jordan Rodriguez. Like it just, it, yeah. it, it means is literally nothing behind it. Even if he did say it, it's not, I don't think it's something that, they're utilizing. I mean, like, who the fuck wouldn't think that? Like, after what happened yeah. up there, like, you literally gave up so much. Number one, you were drafted number one overall as a QB. You led them to their first playoff uh, appearance uh, and win in decades, right? And then uh, you get traded because you they traded for a guy who wasn't a number one first round pick, who's a great, who was a great quarterback, who showed signs of like elite play but had so much controversy around him and you gave up three first round picks for that shit. Like that is insane. And so like, I would feel that way too. Even if he did say it, who fucking cares? Like everybody should be jumping on this train and be like, I am happy Baker saying that shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it happened. Like she said, Hey, I hope you fuck him up. And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty right. sure that's probably how that went. That's kind of what oh. it seems like. Yeah. But um, I do have um, Baker Mayfield's response. I want to play that because, you know, I don't know, corporate. I don't know if it's just Baker's demeanor, but, like, he does – he did seem kind of pissed off by it. Does that resemble how you feel about Cleveland next week? Well, first, I didn't say it. Um, obviously, I mean, Right, whatever story they want. There's history that I've played in the last four years. Uh, I'm an extremely competitive person. Uh, everybody knows that. If I wasn't wanting to win, then there would be a really big issue uh, of me being quarterback here. So 
Uh, I want to learn everything I do. That's, that'll never change. Now, uh, that is not how I phrased it. That's not even what I said. So that, that's mostly a fact. How did, how did you phrase it? I, I didn't even say anything. So did you I not talk to her at all? Or? No, I talked to her. I mean, I think she addressed it. She said it. Um, obviously, you guys can go back and look at what she said. Uh, but all I did was great. And I hope we learned. Pretty plain and simple. Competitive, I want to win. Um, and I don't, I don't think that should be uh, our point. Now, it is funny because he said I didn't say anything. But then he refers to her and how she addressed it. And basically, it's kind of like what Panther Pickle said. They were walking by each other. She said, hey, wish you luck. Hey, go fuck them up. It's like, yeah, I'll fuck them up. And, and then that's basically what it was. But uh, I know he did say I didn't say anything. But I, I, I did notice that he, I don't know if it's just me. Tell me what you guys think. But he does kind of seem pissed off, I think. Yeah, I, like says Team PR. You know, um, uh, I think what other some of the other, even some national reporters spoke on it. There's a point when you're on the sidelines and you're away from the cameras and the press, where a player says something that's not supposed to be aired, it's yeah. not supposed to be talked about. That's right. just that's just the way it is. Cynthia's apparently new at doing this a lot, and she broke a a rule, so to speak. Yeah. And um, like it or not, she'll feel that effect from other athletes across other games. They'll be talking. She'll walk up, and all of a sudden, it gets silent. Yep. It's yeah. just going to happen. You know? Can uh, I, uh, ahead, I'll, yeah, I'll say this. I think that he's probably – you've got to keep in mind the history Baker has with media. Like, they have been fabricating stories about him for his entire professional career and most of his college career, right? There's some things that are warranted, um, and some of the things he feeds into it makes it perfect, like, makes it work, like, for for the narrative that the media creates. But, like, this, I, I would be pissed off if I'm here, him too, because, like, even if he did say this, like, he's already had such a shitty experience with media as it is, like, I mean, with between Colin Cowherd to to you know Mary Kay over it in in Cleveland, who wanted mm-hmm. to post something about him wanting to trade, like asking for a trade or something like that, and you know Baker responding on Twitter, fake news or something along those lines, or clickbait. Like, I mean, he's got his experiences with uh, with reporters already, and so I think that this just adds a little bit of fuel to the fire for him. Um, I, I think it's going to be hard as a media person who isn't working for this, the actual team to actually get Baker to open up about anything anymore because this dude is just going to be so reserved. You're not going to get anything out of him from a media yeah. perspective. But I tell you what, that Camp Confidential, if you guys want to talk about that, he did open up a little bit and uh, he did, he did you know, uh, allude to that week one being a little bit more special. So, Well, yeah, so uh... – but let's uh, let's talk a little bit about that camp confidential. But real quick, Brandon No Dean with the five dollars says, "Did you not see a clip on the Cleveland Brown show? She brought it back. She said, said it and said that he disagreed. Yeah, I heard her clip. But again, she's doing a lot of walking back of things because she knows that she fucked up. She betrayed a dude's trust and not even trusting like, oh hey, I told you something you weren't supposed to say, but." 
said it in a in a way that you know this simple interaction meant not only did it misinterpreted him, but then it ballooned into this giant story that not only is Baker Mayfield having to ask questions about, but Matt Rule had to field questions about. Uh, you know, other coaches. I'm sure Federer got one. It's like it, it became a bigger deal. And mm-hmm. to me, like, she felt bad because of that. So, again, I saw her clips. I think what's done is done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there is one more aspect to this story that I do want to touch on before we jump into the confidential. And I actually think that it ties into what CK is talking about with this week one matchup and what it means to all parties involved. And that was, you know, maybe Baker did say it, maybe he didn't say it, but one of the things that I was afraid of is that it would get back to Brown's players and what might they think about it. So this is Miles Garrett after hearing about uh, Baker Mayfield's alleged, uh, you know, I'm going to fuck them up quote. He said, we've known he has that type of demeanor and that attitude. And for better or worse, it works for him. It does the same for us as well. We'll take it and we'll use it. Do any of you think that this has provided, like this whole fiasco has provided the Browns more fuel to exact their revenge on Baker? Or what What? No, what do you no. think of any of this? If they hated no, him, they already hated him already. If, they, if that's what they needed to get the fire going, they shouldn't be playing in the game. That's Panther Pickle. You put that, you took that words right out of my mouth, man. I was about to say, like, listen, if if they needed the fire from this to get them in the game, it's a problem. Like the the reality is, they're fighting so many fires in that organization right now as it is. Mm -hmm. Like the idea of Baker Mayfield's Mm -hmm. statements being the thing that pushes them over the edge is absolutely asinine. Um, Yes, I believe this is a game of inches and I believe it's a game of motivation, but I also believe that from not only Baker's perspective, but the Cleveland Browns perspective, when you start to bring emotion because Baker, Baker's pissing me off with these statements, like I feel like that's when you start to make the mistakes. And what's going to happen is I think that this, this, I think it's very potential. I think it's a possibility that Baker uh, is is under their skin to a point to where they are just aggressive. They're not holding their contain. They're not maintaining their – they're not holding lane discipline, and they are just trying to get after him to get a sack, and that's going to leave this thing wide open for the screen game, CMC, uh, you know, any of these uh, slot receivers and, 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 and whatnot to just eat them up because I think right now there is a potential for, for this defense to be playing a little bit too emotionally if they're trying to use this as a, as, as bait. I mean, I will say that um, I don't know if you watched the last dance with the bowls and everything. Michael Jordan made up something said to him to give him extra motivation to win. So, I mean, it could help, I guess, if it helped Michael. That's what he needed. Yeah. I don't know. It's I think guys, let's please kind of, not kind of being overblown. You know, it, it's there's obviously history there, and I want my quarterback to be pissed off that he's playing the team that pissed off about he's playing the team that cut him or traded him. You know, so I'm not really worried about it, and I don't think the Browns are really thinking anything of it. Probably not. 
Yeah, and let's just not compare the Cleveland Browns to Michael Jordan in any way, shape, or form because no, that's just athletes do that though. I mean, they yeah. take little well, somethings and they always do it. Well, I think that that makes sense in a game that isn't so team oriented. Like Michael Jordan could do that because he could. He's one of one, right? He's also yeah. able to impact that team more than anybody, any single person on the Cleveland Browns can impact their their yeah, defense, definitely. right? Um, and so when you when you have that, and he plays on both sides of the ball too, right? He's playing offense and defense. Like the Cleveland Browns defense is. 45% of their, their entire team's success. On top of that, you know, Miles Garrett taking offense to that. Each individual person isn't going to be taking offense to this. They're going to try to build it up in that locker room, similar to how Bill Belichick does with any reports that say that the Patriots aren't good. He'll hold that stuff up in the locker room. Uh, you know, it's well reported that they try to play this underdog and they're talking shit about you. And, you know, our defense even does the same thing when they talk about us not being in the top 10 of the defense. That makes sense. But like something like this, I just feel like, uh, again, if they're not already motivated to, especially with everything going on, if this is the thing that just makes them go over the edge, I think that there's, that's, they're just not any they're not going to be a team to be reckoned with if that's what's taking for them to actually be successful yeah i mean john john there's been john fox used to do that uh and his staff here um and it stuff like that's happened for years but you know uh interesting cut brought up in the chat the, the browns are actually down to their third center it's a free agent guy they brought in from seattle uh he's been out or he's he's they're, 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 he's going to be starting for him at center. Both are starting centers before or injured or one retired. So, you know, they're not exactly in excellent shape on their lines either. Um, I, I just I, – and I, I did hear this week in practice something that encouraged me um, because um, uh, apparently at one point, Icky, I guess, or something – did something wrong or something, Matt Rule really – or not Matt Rule um, – the offensive line coach really got hot and ticked off about it. And uh, then Nicky had to set out a couple plays <laughs> during practice. So it was, he went back in later on, but it was uh, it quizzed the offensive line coach off pretty bad. And I like that. I really do. I mean, I, I, yeah. I want him to make him practice hard and be right in practice. Because if you ain't right in practice, come game day, you ain't going to flip a switch like Madden and all of a sudden know what you're doing. And I will say this. Right, go ahead, go ahead, Drew. I was going to say, at the end of the day, what do the Cleveland Brown players have to be pissed off at Baker Mayfield for? If anybody should be pissed, it should be Baker. Right. I mean, he was one of the few players who was actually proud to say he was a Cleveland Brown. Right. And they traded him for – they got rid of him for a molester, sexual abuser. Yeah. Well, a lot of people – Who's going to miss the first 11 games of their season for being stupid and a right. weird. I, they, they I think, I think we should probably – I think we need to just add this little caveat because uh, as we start to grow, I don't want this to become an issue. Alleged sex offender or alleged assault, uh, assaulter. So we should say alleged at this point because nothing is. But I agree. Like the uh, the allegations on top of the amount of assets that it took to give away for him with not having played in over a year. Like I think there's too many parts to this that or red flags that the Cleveland Browns should have never given into and then gave him the contract that they gave him. Like, jeez yep. Louise, bro. And, and, Talk and, about a guy who's scorned yeah. right now. Baker right. Mayfield's. Right. Uh, Akeem Hunt wants out. 
How how many players in the last few years have they had that wanted pay raise or out or just flat out wanted out? Yeah, it's not I mean a few a few bad losses to them at the beginning of this season could derail their entire season, could have players walking out of the organization. Yeah. Well, I think I think you got to think about it from this perspective too, and I, I know we want to move on from this, but um, that Browns offense and defense, to think about it in this perspective, they know now their future is literally on the team right now. Like mm-hmm. everything that they have to be successful is on that team right now. They have traded their future mm-hmm. for this team now for a guy who's not going to be here uh, for the first eleven games for a guy who didn't want to be their teammate. By the way, did not was he the Cleveland Browns were the first team he eliminated from the mm-hmm. race until money became the the sole reason why yeah. he was getting traded. The guaranteed contract yep. brought him there. Mm-hmm. He asked. He said the own the first team that he eliminated the first team was the Browns. Right. And then and now you're telling you're telling me that that's going to be a guy who's building a culture that's a, a, a that's a team yeah. that wants to fight for one another. Hell no. This dude is caring for one thing and one thing only. That is himself and the lion to line his pockets. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with being that person, especially when you have those allegations. Go try to get that money. All you because you're going to be probably paying it out, right? We don't yeah. know the specifics about how much he's paying out, but like go get your money. Do what you got to do, but don't try to pretend like this is a team uh, sport for you because right now you're clearly playing the it's all about me game. Nobody chooses uh, Cleveland over ATL. Right. <laughs> I'm not right. living here in Cleveland over ATL. Especially yeah. no, especially especially when you grew up there. Like yeah. you have every reason to want to go back there. They have uh, you know, they have a, a great fan base. Obviously, I hate them, but they have a very dedicated and committed fan base. Um, you know, I would even New Orleans would have been better. Like, like, let's be real about it. He went to the Browns, and it was all about the money. I just like you know how slighted we felt when we we when we heard that Matt Rule went back to the Giants to try to get them them to match the offer that we made. Like no. we were so like we were we felt like oh my he didn't even want to come here. You went to the imagine choosing three other teams over top of your your team the, the, the out of four people that were interested in you, you were the first one eliminated, and then he comes back to you because. They weren't giving him the money that he wanted. So now you're the only ones that are are willing to guarantee. Like, what does that say about you as an organization? The hometown, his hometown wouldn't match you for that guaranteed money? Come on, bro. And, dude, because it's the Browns, like, it wouldn't surprise me if he started to play for them and then never looked good ever again. You know, it's like the the Browns are that kind of football team. That oh, you can easily see some shit like that happen. Let's let's remember it ain't just Baker. Um, they had a uh, they had actually drafted a guard once, and after little less after a year, they traded that guard they drafted to the Rams. Yeah, and he went to the Super Bowl, ended up winning. Uh, um, got a Super Bowl ring. Thanks for them trading it. He's got a wide receiver that was dumped and you got by the Browns. So, I mean, ain't the only, Browns ain't the only one who have but, – but to me, the Browns have made-up attitudes. That's what they're made up. They don't really have any attitude. They're just all made up. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. CK, CK was alluding to some things that Baker Mayfield said on Camp Confidential. Why don't we just listen to Baker? Shall we? 
Now, everyone, get out your popcorn because the Panthers announced Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has officially been named the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. How about that for a Monday? You know, I said, hey, when we know, we know. We felt like we knew. And at the end of the day, we felt like, you know, Baker's made a lot of progress in a short amount of time. And I hope you guys understand, um, you know, uh, both those guys are really important to me. And um, we felt like it was right to make that move for this team, you know, right now. Uh, Baker's the quarterback. Kind of go from there. I came here to play. You know, Sam obviously wants to play as well. You know, they, both of us, that, that was the goal we set out to do. So just excitement to be able to, you know, feel, you know, take control, you know, take the reins and go from here. Uh, and just, you know, especially with how Sam handled it, uh, unbelievable. Just, you know, him telling me he was there to support uh, and just feeling that, that freedom to just be excited about where we're headed. When do your teammates, when do your fans get to see the real Baker? You know, as we get more comfortable within this offense, within this team, getting to know guys and knowing how to poke fun and just kind of bring the best out of everybody here, then uh, you'll start to see it more and more. But just testing the water still. There's definitely certain guys you, you learn, um, okay, they're, they're a little testy every once in a while, but you, know, you just got to break the shell quickly. Get them, get them to know that it's not too serious when I'm messing with them, that it's, it's all love and respect. Still trying to break uh, J.C. Horn and uh, Chan in. They're just so quiet. Can't really, can't really get a grasp on it yet, but. It's too easy to poke fun at D-Jack. He just talks all the time. Hey, Bay, why you being so generous today, Doc? That's a good jump on that, You know, man. He's, he's an easy target. <laughs> he's a likable dude, man. He's going a long way to really try and, you know, win over some fans, man. We're all pulling for him. Hey, we, Cody, we do you want to – um, do you want – did you get a chance to watch Tim Jenkins' breakdown of his uh, preseason game? I did not, no. You can pull that up if you want. I'm sure uh, Tim Jenkins, if we if we plug him, I'm sure he'd be cool with us uh, showing his video. Uh, basically, Tim Jenkins Elite on Twitter, friend of the show. He's come on a few times. He does uh, quarterback breakdowns. He's a former uh, backup QB in the NFL. And uh, he, he, he broke down that game, the preseason three game, uh, broke down three plays of Baker's and talks about, um, you know, how Baker – does a pretty good job, um, you know, actually praises a lot of what he did. Doesn't have any criticism for what Baker did. Um, shows some of the plays that he had. Explains the design of the plays and how uh, Baker actually just was on point with everything. Um, and then he, he does have one play from P.J. Walker, but he talks about, like, how he thinks that Baker is going to very well uh, be capable of, uh, of effing up the Browns. So it would be worth a, a, a watch if you guys are ever interested in going and checking him out. Yeah, I can try and pull that up a little bit and a little bit and try and find some uh, some clips from it. But, uh, yeah, one of the things that I, I took from that clip is, you know, the interpersonal relationships of a team is obviously very important, you know. And I like right. the fact that he's trying to go with our players. He's trying to figure out the buttons to push on Jeremy Chan, the buttons to push on J.C. Horn, like to figure out what makes these guys tick, you know, like mm – -hmm try and make them a better player, but also, like, it builds that camaraderie, you know? And I think that is the true difference between Sam Donald and Baker Mayfield, is that all these little extra steps, yeah, Sam Donald might be a great guy, a gentleman, all this other shit, but you have to have that dog inside of you, that ability to, to go out there and not only bring out the best in yourself, but bring out the best in others. Everyone says that Baker's great in doing that. So, I mean, I think this is a great opportunity for, for him to do that. 
I mean, there's lots of great opportunities, man. What can I say? Every single day, there's a new opportunity to do something good for yourself. And you want to know what else you should do? You should be good to your balls, dude. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking to you. Fellas, fantasy football draft season is right around the corner. C.D. Lamb is good. But have you seen these beautiful balls? It's time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with sponsors of today's show, Manscaped, the leader in below the belt, waist and grooming, have created a championship lineup with their performance package 4.0. Join the 6 million worldwide to trust Manscaped and get ready for the playoffs by going to manscaped.com for 20% off free shipping with the code PANTHERS. So if you want to support the C3 Panthers podcast, go to manscaped.com, use promo code PANTHERS. That helps us out a ton, trying to get eight of these things. By the way, today I used the nose hair trimmers for the first time before I went to an appointment I had. And dude, my whole nose has never felt cleaner than it does now, man. Like, where has nose hair trimmers been my whole life, dude? I, I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for Manscaped. Keeping my nose looking fresh, looking nice. By the way, get 20% off and free shipping with the code PANTHERS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code PANTHERS at manscaped.com. It's time to put the PP back in PPR and get a grip on your pigskin this season with Manscaped. Appreciate Manscaped for sponsoring this show, boys. Uh, yeah, man. So how about this? We're going uh, to the start of the season. Transactions. Yeah, transitions, you know. We're, I'm good at them, you know. We're going into the next game of the season. Uh, and, or, you know, the opening game of the season uh, against the Cleveland Browns. And we're talking about motivation. And I was wondering... What player on our team besides Baker Mayfield do you feel has the greatest motivation to come out there and give their best performance possible? Cody, before we uh, answer that question, can I say something? Sure. I mean, you, the, I don't want you to be silent. To the people who come on the Friday free-for-all and show their dicks, before you show them, get a manscape. Yeah, that's, what, that's right. I mean, preferably don't show your dick, you know, but – if you do, yeah. I guess if you're going you're to, man, you yeah. know what? I know people get proud of that stuff, but listen, I use Manscaped and I enjoy it, but I don't show everybody, you know, now, <laughs> you know, you, certain people in that. this world, certain people I live with might want to see it. And that's all right, but it ain't for advertisement on TV or yeah. the computer. So have respect for everybody else. And it's that's a great right. product, by the way. Remember. You get 20% off and free shipping. That's right, man. See, look at my boys up here, man. I appreciate y'all, man. We're out here doing big things, man. But, uh, yeah, let's transition back to, the, back to this game. I really was thinking about this. I really do think that uh, the player that I'm hoping has the, the biggest performance, honestly, it might be Dante Jackson. And let me tell you why. You might not like that answer, but I feel like out of every player on our team, Dante Jackson is the one that I see who is the most 
routinely disrespected. Mm-hmm. As in, people don't view Dante Jackson as a premier shutdown corner in the NFL. And I felt like Dante played incredible last season. I'm hoping that he can take that next step forward and and really continue to show what he's capable of doing. What player are you looking forward to really showing out in the season opener? Before you answer that, let me welcome my man, JD, to the stream. JD, what's up, bro? Yo, what's good? What's good, man? It's uh, a little busy, little busy, but I was able to listen to the show. Finally got a chance to uh, call in or hop on the screen. Stream. I like that, man. I like that. I appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, yeah, so mine is Dante Jackson. Who wants to go first? What player oh. are you hoping really just comes in and shows out? Go ahead, Drew. I don't know. I, I, I'm sure everybody's got their individual play, but I'm going to say Kimmy Kwanu because everybody's been ranting and raving about Miles Garrett. And I hope Akim comes out and plays like Rashawn Slater did last year and just shuts Miles Garrett down. Yeah. Dude, how pumped would Panther Nation be if Akim Aquanu, his literal first NFL game, goes up against Miles Garrett and shuts his ass down? Dude, that would be the stuff of legends, man. Like that's how you that's how you make your start. Dante Brown. Dante Brown been ridiculed. He's been called a bust. He's been. You mean you mean Derrick Brown? Yeah, Dante. Yeah, I, I, I got stuck. I got stuck on big a big man. I see my problems. Hey man, I, I, I'll take the blame for that one. I, I, I've been the one talking so much about Deontay Brown. That's my yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyhow, anyhow, Derrick Brown. Derrick Brown's been ridiculed. He's been called a bust. By Panther fans and non-Panther fans. You know, um, I think the chips right now for him are, it's now. Now, this year, he has to make an issue. He's got We got a big, long depth to tackle. Coaches like them all. That's why we got six tackles on, six defensive tackles on our roster. Yeah. Now, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, so, Scott Fitterer made a reference that I forget about most of the time. And if you watch enough football, you remember it. After the first regular season game, veteran contracts are no longer, or the veteran, um, the, the bonuses are no longer guaranteed. Yeah. So it's easier to sign a veteran guy after the week one. Okay. So Dante Bra- Derek Brown has, I think, this is his game. I think he wants to make an issue, and I look for him to embarrass the Cleveland offensive line. That's if a great he plays one, like he did in the Bills game, man, because I don't know what was going on there. It's like he flipped the switch and he played pissed mm. off. Someone definitely pissed in his yeah. Cheerios this morning. They it's need like, to do that dude. about 17 more games. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever you guys did before that game, do that again. Just don't yes. let him hurt himself next time. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing a lot of Christian McCaffrey in the chat room. Uh, that's a, that's a yeah, big one. Yeah, that was that's, what that's, I was going to go with. Yeah, I got one. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Robbie Anderson. He's Ooh, been okay. – saying trade him, trade him, trade him. He's yep. trash. He's over mm-hmm. it. Drops, drops, drops. If he comes out and just balls out, like him and Baker, remember, no, he didn't want Baker as quarterback. 
he comes out and puts up like 100 yards on the touchdown, silence everyone up. That'd be I'm awesome, good. man. Like, uh, that defense, we've been doing that forever. Go ahead, JD. Thinking Nixon. I was watching some of uh, his highlights, his uh, college highlights, and um, some of what he did last season before the injury. And I somehow simultaneously forgot and at the same time wasn't aware of how quick he, like, his, I guess you, like, how quick he is to get up to top speed. Like, there's a play in particular, I think he's ch- he's trying to chase down Jalen Hurts, and he forces uh, Hurts to end up essentially just throwing away the ball. Like, he, he – he, the ball snap, he, like, fakes the guard out. Like, I'm trying to go inside, and then he just two-step, and he gets around the guard. And immediately yeah. he's already chasing. Like, Hurts is already at full speed. Like, I got to get away. And Nixon is – he's gaining ground. And I was like – Bro, like, I forgot this dude was that, like, as big <laughs> as he is. I forgot yeah. he was that damn quick. Like, yo, if if, if Lionitis, like, if they're rotating, I, I'm fairly certain I'm mispronouncing his name. Ionitis or Lionitis? Yeah, Ionitis. Yeah, with the I. Like, just rotate Brown, Ionitis, um, McCall. Like, bro, it's, it's that, yeah. that's, that defense, the, the, the interior. Because I, I expect people to be doubling burns. So there should be a lot of one-on-one matchups for everybody on that D-line. So it's like, yo, Nixon, if you help me, can, can, you, can you go out there and show that you were worth being put on the team? Brown, uh, YGM, can you step up and be what we expect you to be like? It's, uh, it's, I, and I try to, I try to uh, temper my expectations. Because you know you watch highlights, you're just going to be like, oh, man, yeah. That, so I try to like watch film. And it's just even on plays in which he didn't get there, like you just see it. It's like, yo, like it's just, it's almost there, almost there. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I I'm... really like it, uh, the rotation that we have mm-hmm. with McCall and Nixon. I think McCall kind of came out of nowhere. He's been looking a beast in training camp so far, and everybody knows. Like, I mean, if you've been listening to me for a while, I've been very excited about Davion Nixon and what he has the potential to be in our defense, man. Just being that disruptive mm-hmm. three tech that we haven't had full time since Kevon Short. Uh, I mean, that's, that's big for us. So, um, uh, he was also mentioned, um, uh, by, uh, uh, uh by Scott Fritter this week. Uh, they asked Scott Fritter <laughs> about getting edge, edge help and, Scott had made a little of the tackles and how we like the tackles. And he said, uh, there is a lot of uh, strong opinions and feelings that we believe that uh, Davion Nixon could play outside if need be. Yeah. So um, that, that you, would be very interesting. Do you think the answer is on the roster as far as left side defensive end? Or do you, you know, kind of like how you were alluding to after the week one, since it might be easier to pick up people, do you think we'll wait till a little bit later into the season to pick up some more edge help? Or do you think that they're looking at guys like YGM, guys like Amari Barno, uh, you, you know? Uh, I, I, I think, I think, I think they're, they're going to give these guys a chance. Yeah. But I also think that we, we, it, 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 it's going to be tongue in cheek, so to speak, because if later on this year we feel the need to go get one and it's not because of injury, 
somebody's lost their job. It's not going to be. It's not going to be someone which just. Oh, they may tell you they're going to bring him in for coaching, yeah. for, to help the young guys. But in the end, somebody's going to lose their job. I think it. They might do the like wait for somebody's price to go down in free agency. Maybe they're trying to get somebody and like once the season starts and. Yeah. Hey, apologies. I don't know if everyone can see this or not. This yeah. is the fifty-three man roster. Um, it, 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 yeah. Is there any thoughts? that anybody had about the final 53? Is there like a position group that you think we might be kind of lacking at? Linebacker. I mean, linebacker. <laughs> linebacker. linebacker. We've got five linebackers. I've never, I don't remember the last time the Panthers have entered a season and only have five linebackers. We have a shit ton of defensive tackles. Yeah, we've got yeah. six defensive tackles. I, I mean, and, and if we were run, that goes back to where, uh, Phil Snow made a reference this week. They asked him about multiple about positions, uh, about the lack of edge rushers and 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 with the amount of tackles, uh, or is that going to be included on your uh, Joe Person? I think it was, uh, but I'm not certain. Ask him about that, and he said that gives us more room for multiple fronts. And yeah. Bill Snow refused to say it was going to be a 4-3 or a 3-4. He kept saying multiple fronts. I think we're going to see a lot more multiple fronts than we've ever seen in Carolina. Do you think the uh, quarterback we just picked up will eventually go on the team? Oh, Jacob Eason? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Like have him the practice squad for a little bit, get him in the playbook, and then eventually over time maybe? I like Eason. No, I, hope so. I, th- I think he's I mean, too much of uh, Matt's boy there. Uh, I don't think he's going to be getting rid of him. No. Well, I, I think, it you know, I, it, if, if, Sam, if he looks better, I mean, Sam's on IR. It, it would be easy just to leave Sam on IR. I'm just saying, like, if Baker goes down, is he yeah. maybe next week, is he bring Eason in on the roster or something like that? As long as Baker stays healthy for the, at least the first four to six games, Sam Darnold will end up being the backup quarterback, guys. I hate to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> Drew's right. Well, he's out the first four, right? Drew, Drew exactly. That's why I said, right. as long as he stays healthy the first four to six games. But if he gets hurt after that, Sam Darnold's the starting quarterback. No, I hate to tell Cody, you. Pull that, pull that last comment up. Which one? The one about, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He he can't he can't come back this year. He was placed on injured reserve before the fifty three was was finalized. Therefore, he stays on injured reserve. In, in order, in order for him to come back, to come back in in like a short term IR, that's what Sam did. You have to wait till after the fifty three has been finalized. Yeah. Julian Stanford was put on IR before the fifty three was finalized. Yeah, so he's mistake. out. He's not coming back this year. I see a mistake on that thing. It says kicker na. Oh uh, yeah, so this is this is before yeah. we made. Uh, we made our signing. Oh, yeah. there's, yeah. a, there's actually yeah. two. There's actually two big bits of news uh, that we have not gotten to yet, uh, and I think that we should do that now. That is one of them. But first and foremost, I have not gotten your boys's opinion on Lavishka Chenault. We haven't even spoken about this yet. Are we liking Lavishka Chenault and this, adi- and, and this addition to our offense? Do you like what we gave up to get him? You know, did you put this on Fitterer? A lot of people put this on Matt Rule because Matt Rule liked him apparently. 
at one point in the scouting process. Levishka Chanel, what are we thinking? Do y'all like this? I like I it. He's a discount Debo Samuel. I don't hate it. I just don't love it either. I'm, I, I feel you, Kevin. I'm like that. I, I once, once we traded it, I kept googling, trying to find out the umph, and I found the umph when he runs the football. But he's not a running. But Matt Rule said he was a wide receiver, and I'm like, yeah. I just feel like we can get we'll that see. type of player in free agency. We'll see. Well, I but mean, my, to to my point though, you know, if we're looking at C.J. Henderson as man, this is a talented young player. <laughs> And we have not gotten the best out of him yet. Well, couldn't that also be true for LaVisca Chanel? Like, you know, people are making the comparisons about, you know, Curtis Samuel closer to the Panthers. But then even like a Debo Samuel, not that he is a Debo Samuel, but that he is a similar role in that you're going to be able to use him a lot of different ways. If you notice when you listen to interviews, one of the things that Matt Rule uh, everybody continues to clamp down on is that my man can block. They're going to put him on the line of scrimmage and they're going to make him block like a tight end does at times. And he's big enough and powerful mm-hmm. enough to be able to do it. Yep. So from a versatility perspective, I do like this move. I, mm-hmm. I think that this makes us uh, be yep. more multiple when we're going to pass or run the football. And remember, Ben McAdoo had him his rookie year down in yeah. Jacksonville. That's the biggest factor. Yep. I, I think I, I I I think he's a guy that myself speaking, if I watch him play in one game and he he really participates and really does good, then I can say yeah, this is a good move. I I have to wait and see it before I believe it. The reason I'm really not hyped about it is just because the lack of draft picks we have now. I mean, it, 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 to me, it wasn't like we lacked a wide receiver. Yeah, we have seven wide receivers. I mean, there's no, there's it's no way, there's absolutely no way we're going to activate all them on game day. I that's mean, that's the reason why I say it's about how they use them because, um, I mean, if, if they decide to try to utilize him as that um, wide receiver slash running back uh, hybrid player, yeah, um, then I sit like I. I don't think there would be a lot of people that would be upset if Chuba is the guy who's inactive on I wouldn't game be, day. But I wouldn't be, but because I mean, Chuba hasn't impressed anyone with his his uh, like he hasn't impressed me with his ability. Like you, you want to see a guy develop, you want to see him get mm-hmm. better. Um, Chuba doesn't offer anything that I mean. Hell, Derrick Henry catches balls out of the backfield. He's not out there running routes the way CMC does. But you expect. You're running back. You don't have to have the greatest hands, but when balls are hitting you cleanly in the hands and you're dropping them, you limit the offense. The, we, we saw that in the uh, week three uh, preseason game. That that first drive that went three and out, that was largely because Chuba dropped an easy yep. first. Like, if not an easy first down, he, Same he's mistake that he, and he's running. Same yeah. mistake he made last year when he was a rookie. He just – he, he got to get over those – Mistakes, those rookie mistakes, you know, develop or move on. Yeah, or the NFL will quite literally stand for not for long. Right. Uh, but but to Kevin's point, uh, in 2023, we have a first, a second, a fourth, and a fifth round pick. So we really don't have a lot going forward. Uh, and by the way, like, let's say the Panthers are good this year. 
and we did want to add another edge rusher, you know, if we were to give up any one of these picks, do another CJ Henderson? <laughs> or, yeah, or, or even for like, I'm thinking like another D lineman or something like that, like another edge player. You're not dealing with a lot of the 2023 draft picks. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. if, if, if you did want to upgrade even further down the road, um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I hear that. And, you know, we haven't had a ton of draft picks, you know, traditionally in Panthers history. We're not a team that normally has a bunch of draft picks. I just don't like giving up draft picks when we have a lame duck head coach. Yeah. He could be but, fired and then. Who, who wants to come in with that many draft picks? Fitter would turn that uh, see, into eight see, or nine picks. That's see, what I was about to see, say. That, that, that's my point, though. And, and I, I get I get this discussion on Twitter quite often. But um, to me, I don't I don't think that they have any I I don't think they have any thought process to let rule go. I think I the lame so, duck yeah. head coach is in fans' mind. I don't think it's in reality. No. I think if we even if we go. Will only win five or six games. I don't think rules getting fired. Well, but also I, I I agree with what Drew said, and I'll let Drew expand on that more. I think with Fitterer at the helm, dude, I think it's so easy for us to have way more picks. Even if we do end up making some further moves, Fitterer is a wheeler and dealer. I can see him trying to get back into back. it somehow. And you have to look. We've expanded our scouting department. These guys are really doing big-time scouting now. So they're able to go deeper in the draft and find players that you're not going to get in the first and second round. But especially if yeah. you, you can – like if Brandon Smith – I fully expect Brandon Smith to become a starter. I, I fully expect Barno to be a contributor, um, possibly develop into a starter. If you look at what the scouting department and Fitterer are capable, like you, you're talking about a possibly franchise guy in Brandon Smith who was drafted in the fourth round, like yeah. possibly. He has to. He clearly has the talent. So I, I'm, I'm, yeah, like if if it's a yeah. case of bringing in athletic guys, talented guys, I don't care where they're drafted. Like if you you want to trade out of the first round to get a couple picks because there's a couple players you feel are going to fall to the third, fourth rounds. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. Like I don't put a whole lot of stock in, in into where a guy is drafted anyway. And speaking of fear, man, how about like yeah, Brady Christensen? If Brady Christensen turns out to be the player that we think he is, that's another third round pick where you found a gym. Then you go and do it with Brandon Smith. I, I really do think that Fitterer has done a very good job of finding very talented young guys <laughs> later in the rounds too. Look at Davion Nixon. Uh, I, I mean, that's another guy. Look at my call. That was a free agent signing. So I'm not too, too worried about it. I like what LaVisca Chanel does for our offense. Um, and, and frankly, I think it's another way to keep Christian healthier, keep DJ healthier. And let's be real, man. Like we really don't know what we're working with when it comes to Terrace Marshall Jr. and Shy Smith. Now, right now, to be honest, I'm more excited for the prospects of Shy Smith than I am Terrace Marshall Jr. I just think yep. that is, I think that he has looked better thus far, uh, with a shorter sample size, pretty much. But I was joking both, both of those guys are rookies though. So you are depending on two young players 
that haven't really, you know, proven a lot in the NFL. I wanted to highlight this comment because I do feel like this is a great thing to remember when thinking about LaVishka. He says, you got to remember he played his first season with Gardner Minshew, Tony's favorite quarterback. Uh, and his second, year, his second year was with Urban Meyer as head coach and Trevor Lawrence. And even then, he did make some pretty good plays for them. So I, I think if you're the type of person that was optimistic about C.J. Henderson, there's no reason to not share that same optimism. Well, how much time is he going to get, though? That's where well, my I, I, I think that's the lie. biggest thing, though, Kevin. I think you're right. The biggest question is – it's not that we we don't have a need at wide receiver. We've got, I mean, we just don't. If you know when we traded for him, everybody thought, okay, who's leaving? Who's getting cut? Who's going to be traded? You know, where's Robbie going? Yeah, that's what everybody. You know, I I can't tell you how many times I posted on Twitter that when we traded for him, I said, wait a minute, if you can't really trade. You can, but it's going to cost you to trade Robbie. It's going to cost you more than you're going to get to trade Robbie this year. You know, what, people. What if the what if the worry and concern is about Terrace Marshall Jr. Him coming out, him being injured, him not playing like he's right. supposed to. That's he's been having hamstring injuries. I mean, Higgins, I think is going to be the third, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, Higgins going to. I, I would inactivate Terrace Marshall Jr. myself. I, I fully I, expect Ty Smith to be pushing for the number two spot by like mid season. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be more Higgins and uh, Smith. I think those are going to be our one, two, three. Can I can I put it to you like this? I think Robbie's going to fall out this year. I think I, I, that, I think Robbie's going to fight fight him on that. I kind of think that Lavishka, <laughs> they they're probably going to use him in short yardage situations. Like think if you need three yards and you're throwing a slant across the middle, he's going to be able to catch the ball. But he's also big and strong enough to fight for extra yards. Like, he's big enough of a guy that if you're going to tackle him, you're making business decisions. It's not, their, yeah, it's not easy to tackle LaVisca's Chanel. Or use those uh, touch passes. You know, those things we did with Teddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always come behind the line. Yeah, it's, it's funny because for all intents and purposes, uh, Chanel is – him and DJ are very similar. You know, like they, they talk about how DJ becomes a running back once he catches the ball. I see DJ as more of a finesse. Like, like when he breaks tackles, like there's that, that play uh, in Dallas where he like bounces off the dude and pretty much hits the damn Spider-Man pose, then turns up, turns up field and he, he takes off. Yeah. But I see DJ as like one of those finesse guys. Like it's his body movement and shit is, is how he breaks tackles. It's not just brute strength. Chanel, on the other hand, is just like you could try to tackle me, but I'm gonna break something if, when you get near. Like he's yeah. just bodying dudes to break tackles. Yeah, it's. I apologize for for any sounds you guys may be hearing. That's my apartment is giving me like four or five feet from the fucking roads. So every five minutes, these rice burner hunters are driving by with these loud ass exhausts. So hey, bro, I feel you. I'm in the same boat. Literally, my wall to my left is the sidewalk, basically. You know, trust me, I, I get you. <laughs> no, no problem, dude. We understand. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm excited about the move. You know, I, I really do think this is the type of player that can add a lot to our offense. Um, I, I think those 
again, think about run pass options on like, you know, second and fourth. And you could you have Christian McCaffrey, Deontay Foreman, and you got LaVisca Chenault. Like, dude, you can do a bunch of different things, man. Maybe even fake it short and, and take a shot downfield with Robbie or DJ. Like, it really does open up your playbook. And uh, whoever mentioned Ben McAdoo, I think that's a great point. The fact that he had that uh, – he already had a relationship with Chenault. And he already kind of knew what he was good at. And that makes me feel better because it lets me believe that Ben McAdoo already has an idea in mind for what exactly he wants to do with LaVisca. Yeah, but I, we said the same thing about Terrence Marshall and Joe Brady. So. Oh, McAdoo's a better OC than he yeah. like, his, his His limited, this preseason vanilla offenses, the, the plays he was calling this preseason looked better than what Brady was calling in the regular season last year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I will say – um, twenty the twenty twenty one season, Brady was done no favors. One moment, that's I don't know if y'all can hear that. That's my son. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, real quick note to folks in the chat: remember, no personal attacks on anybody. Oh yeah, if yeah, I, I definitely. By the way, if y'all see something that I don't catch with my eye, let me know and I can put the clamp on. Yeah, don't don't uh don't insult anybody in the chat. Or on stream, talk all the shit about football teams and players you want. No one on here, or else I'll uh, kick your ass out. But um, yeah, man, I'm a, I'm, I've just been thinking about like this offense and what it has the potential to be. And you know, people know I, I'm not, I'm not some big Baker Mayfield believer, but I'll be damned if he doesn't have all the weapons and pieces around him to be very successful. So, Cody. Would you say you're uh, Baker bisexual? Nah, Questioning? I ain't there yet, bro. On the, on the note of, of what this offense could look like, um, with the addition of Chanel, I mean, just e- even without Chanel, like prior to him getting here, um, I, I, I was talking with some um, classmates of mine, and I was like um, – they were they were asking like yo what what do the what do the Panthers look like this year and I'm I'm going over everything with them and it's like you, could you imagine like just having a healthy CMC and we come out on like a two a two running back formation and it's it's Foreman and CMC and then you motion CMC out wide because I'm I was ex, uh, explaining to them that when CMC is healthy it's not like I've heard other Panther fans say oh he can play in the slot like no. You're selling him short by saying that CMC could play in the slot. The man could play the wide receiver position if he chose. Like he's, he's running, he's running routes the way, like he's running routes as a running back better than some wide receivers in the league do. So don't don't sell him short and say, oh, he could play out the slot. No, this man could be a receiver if he chose. You motion CMC out of the backfield, that's a mismatch. Who, who are you sending out there with him? Because if yeah. you send your number one corner on him and we got DJ out there, then now DJ's being covered by a number two. You send a linebacker yeah. out there to cover him, that's a mismatch. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to pick and choose what you do that you know, all the time. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, whoever you're going to cover, I mean, you're going to have to pick and choose, man. I mean, the, the Panthers have weapons now. 
We have legit weapons. And that's what I'm saying. McAdoo, uh, Ben McAdoo, Baker Mayfield, Matt Rule, they have no reason to not go out and hey, start very strong. A, a fake to CMC to Chenault in the backfield. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe like a um, a backward pass, throwing it down the field to yeah. like CMC, throwing it down the field to Robbie or something. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I want the first play from from scrimmage to be a play action pass. Like they they fake it to CMC. Baker turns around, he sets, and he just, he just hits Robbie for a seventy five yard bomb. I think I want to see him and Robbie go off on the first game. That doesn't like all, all that talking all season. Like oh, Robbie doesn't like Baker. Yeah. Like, nah, man. Hit him for a seventy five yard bomb. Let let the Browns know that they fucked up. Let the Panther fans know that it's going to be a good season. Yeah. That's right. I, I'm down for it. I, I think it would be hilarious if Robbie Anderson became Baker's favorite target. Like, that would be poetic. I think uh, Ian Thomas would be his favorite target, actually. Yeah, and that's another thing, man. Like, uh, these tight ends, like, I'm hopeful that they take a jump this year. Like, Tommy Tremble, man, how awesome would it be if that guy became a stud tight end for us, you know? That ends take, like, three years to, like, actually – yeah, really do something sometimes. Uh, Unless you're Pitts, Pitts is fucking. Why Ben Jordan says, "How do I feel about Anthony Richardson?" Uh, I'm rocking with him. If we had to take a quarterback next year, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of really good quarterback prospects. I like Spencer Rattler. I like Spencer Rattler. Dude, Spencer Rattler sucks. A big one. He's I'm a real. He's, he's a real cock commander. If you know what I'm saying. We missed out. <laughs> Dude, I, w- I wish so bad that they, that they would have let y'all been called the cock commanders. He even said that in interviews. Like, what? I actually thought we were going with cock commander. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. That seems perfect for a bunch of cock commanders. <laughs> I loved it. Whatever. You'd be you you, you sure you, you guys would have the most popular uh Mascot in the all of college football. Oh, man, that is funny. Um, but yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm really like, there's a lot of players on this offense. Like, I, I've been impressed with Brady Christensen at guard. I think, but you know, I was very hesitant to say that I felt Christensen could play guard full time. I think he has done well in the preseason. Um, I, I just think overall we have a pretty, uh, a pretty damn good team right now to to be able to go forward with. I, I can't remember who it was that said it. I, I can't remember if I heard it on C three or uh, PMP, but um, it was stated that this past all season we had to cut guys that in the past they would have been starters, but we have so much talent. On the roster right now, those guys that would have been starters that could have been backups, like there's legit depth yeah. in competition where, like you, you, it just like Rule talked about how he didn't the, the guys like they didn't pick up anybody on the waiver wires and shit because yeah. the guys they had to cut they they wanted to keep some of those guys yeah. like that's that that's that's good. You remember that's when Scott Fitter was in the season? He said he was calling for backups to trade for. He couldn't find anybody. And then a couple months later, we're sitting here like I just just pick your pick point and pick um some a player that people probably aren't contemplating or are thinking about 
uh, Hecker, the punter. Like, I legitimately, uh, as, as I try to, to expand my knowledge of football, I'm, I'm watching these punters and, and the guys with, with fucking cannons for legs. And I'm watching Hecker out. Like, I'm, every time he punts, I'm like, he's out kicking the coverage, man. They're, they're going to fucking take that one back. And nope, no sooner as the ball starts to drop, do you see Panther players starting to show up into the screen. It's like, yeah. Oh, 50-something yard bombs, and he's putting it to where <laughs> he's putting it on the sideline, so you're getting pinned. You got the sideline as an extra defender, and you got Panther players just rushing in on you. Like, bro, it's beautiful to see. Like, the special teams could possibly be a strength of the team. Defensively, uh, Brandon Smith. <laughs> I like know, that, for once? Yeah, uh, Porno. Uh, it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, it's, it's, it's the more I think about it, like as Cody said, there's there's too much reason. Like I, I I have to temper my excitement. Like hey, let 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 them get out there and show what they can do. But yeah. talent, just looking at the talent on this roster, I'll say it like this: If this roster was given to an Andy Reid or a Mike Tomlin or a Sean McVay, there wouldn't be a single Panthers fan that would say no. This is not a Super Bowl or, or this is not a playoff bound team. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rule for sure. Company, ruling company, they like they. That's the reason why they got to go out and show it. McAdoo, he's shown that he's had success as an OC. Like get out there and and put those guys in a position to succeed. If they do that. It's it's a uh, it's all a matter of the players executing. And I truly do feel that we have players that if it's one v one, you you're 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 the Browns corners. Y'all about to get dog. Y'all ain't got nobody that can cover DJ. And and if you try to bracket him, you forgetting about CMC. Robbie can eat, Shy can eat, Higgins can eat. That old line, the better, like the more time they get together, the more unified they become. Like it's good yeah. time to be a Panther fan. Oh, it's a great time to be a Panther fan. I'm like, you know, it, it really does put into context, you know, when you mention all the players that we have, it, you, you're not going to be able to do it with all of them. Uh, I mean, you know, when you look at – even if you look at the Browns' D-line, right? Like, they got Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett. But I don't think that their interior is that great. I don't know what their linebacking core is looking like. I know they have Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. I really liked him coming out of Notre Dame. But other than that, yeah, I agree with you, J.D. It's like if you took a respectable head coach and put him on this team – I feel like every other p- analyst out there is saying that the Panthers are a legitimate contender to make a push. Cody, they, thing- yeah. Oh, sorry, man. They were talking about their defense and everything, but like we have the number two defense last year. How many wins did it get us? Yeah, I mean, like they have Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. I mean, I- yeah. Where was their defense last year? A good uh, defense right. holds the team up. Their defense was nowhere to be found last year. Uh, you, they, they can, Browns fans can use the excuse all day long. Well, it's cause of Baker. It's cause. Of, no, it wasn't. It's cause your defense is overrated, and that's just, just, that's just, that's just cookies in the milk. You're overrated. It was, it was some Baker. So your deep, their defense is overrated. I'll die on that hill. <laughs> Put the emojis in the chat. That's what you ought to do. Uh, oh, by the way, if you would like to, you can join uh, join C3 Panther Nation and become 
a super fan for one ninety nine a month, custom badges and emojis, and random giveaways. We're buying a bunch of cool shit, and we're going to just pick random subscribers to the channel to give away all kinds of cool Panther shit that we're getting. Um, yeah, man. So if you'd like to, hit that join button. Um, there's another thing I wanted to bring up uh, that happened today. And again, I wasn't home all day, so this happened. And I saw that apparently this had caused a big outrage and a big story or something. So Baker Mayfield has launched these official shirts. They are officially licensed shirts. And uh, let me... He also has a headband. So these are the shirts. And apparently everyone's big time pissed off about this. Uh, Now, not so much the first one. This is pretty cool. You know, Baker Mayfield. And again, it's like, I'm noticing it now. The, you see the bee crushing the doghouse at the bottom left? Oh, Yeah, shit. dude, there's so much symbolism I, here. I didn't even can, notice that. Yeah, you have to kind of look for it first. But then, hold on, we're not done. Because then the second one, Baker Mayfield off the leash. Uh, one day only. He has I didn't even chain. think of that either. Yeah, he has the <laughs> chain being broken off. So a lot of people are like, okay, maybe he may not have said, I'm going to fuck them up. But this is how you know Baker Mayfield feels that he's going to fuck them up, dude. Because, I, I mean, come on. You're going to release a shirt like this, and you don't believe you're going to go out there and fucking torch them? Now, see, I would buy a t-shirt if it said, we're going to fuck them up. <laughs> I'd buy a right? t-shirt. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah, I would love that. But, but uh... um. Dude, apparently Browns yeah. fans, they were real pissed off at this. Yeah. I didn't even know the doghouse, and I didn't even think about the leash. It didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, if you were a Browns fan, wouldn't you be pissed at everything? I mean, <laughs> you know, you're paying your – you're paying, was it $230 million for your allegedly pervert quarterback to lay out for 11 games? <laughs> yeah. Your defense is massively overrated. Your and 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 you're promoting your career backup quarterback is going to lead your team. If you're a Browns fan, you got to be pissed off. And also, they live in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> they live in Cleveland, Ohio. I mean, come on. What's not to be pissed off? I have a pharmacist. She was taught she was telling me she's from like uh, Ohio. And she was saying, yeah, they advertise about moving to Charleston. Like, come to Charleston to move here. Yeah. I'm like, damn, how do you advertise to move out of the city? <laughs> that is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. Baker Mayfield paid three and a half million dollars to leave Cleveland. <laughs> I, mean, I, leave? I'd I just be stuck there. I got three and a half million dollars to leave Cleveland. Some reason Donovan Mitchell wanted to go there. Yeah, poor fella. Shout out to uh James Wilson well, in the chat. He says you call her, you know that. He says as Browns fans, uh and some who've been on the show, I just want to say Baker has every right to say what he said. The dude had his livelihood taken away. I'd be upset too if I were him. Right. Um and, but, and, but, but but again, it, yeah, it 
that that's what I feel too. If you're Baker Mayfield, dude, you can say fuck the Browns, yeah. man. Yeah. Like I'm certainly not yeah. gonna be pissed at you. No uh, real Panther fans right. are ever gonna be mad at Baker Mayfield. Right. Also, you know, players understand that. Like I, I, I said, it, I, I called in on Tuesday's uh, C3 show and say, uh, I didn't call in. What the hell am I talking about? I, I put it in the chat. Um, like the the players on the organization, the Browns organization, they understand this business. So for Baker, I don't. I if I'm Baker, I don't have any issue with with those guys on the team. I have an issue with that front office, and because you guys work for that front office, you play for the Browns. I'm sorry, we can be cool and shit off the field, but between these lines, I gotta dog you. I, yeah. I gotta show them that they fucked up, yep. and y'all y'all gotta be the ones out here that's being made an example of. But yep, that's the nature of the business. Yeah, I mean, as much as as much as some folks want to deny this, the evidence is overwhelmingly there. Their quarterback said, you know, when it was all made official outright, the first team te- team that Watson said no, absolutely straight off the bat was Cleveland. He said that before he even negotiated with anybody else. Then he negotiated, and then there's negotiation. He found out. The Panthers, the Saints, the Falcons, and the Bucks. Well, I don't for the Bucks, not the Bucks, but they all said, "No, no, no, we ain't guarantee you all that money." Then he picks up the phone and calls Cleveland, and they said, "Yeah, sure, we'll guarantee you all that money." And then they open their mouth and say all this BS about Baker Mayfield. Why would he not be mad? Yeah. Also, yeah. his backup makes more than him. <laughs> A lot more. Like a lot more. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? So, okay, what's your thoughts? If Baker Mayfield goes out and torches the Browns, like, do y'all remember what he did to Hugh Jackson? Like, the very next year, Hugh Jackson was hired by, I think, the Bengals or someone. Yeah, they played and, him and, like, yeah, he wouldn't shake his hand or something. Yeah, Baker Mayfield was, like, flexing at him, like, fuck you. Like, oh, yeah, you're a piece of shit. Like, do you think he's going to do that? I got a perfect one. All I need Baker to do is to pull a Steve Smith senior in 1889 after the game and tell him to go mow his lawn when they get his ass back to Ohio. That's hey, all I need. Yeah, I like no, them two are like friends that. now, man. He might do that. Tell him to ice up. Oh, dude, Steve Smith, that's Baker Mayfield's number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. They, they, they went from Going at each other on Thursday night football, uh, saying shit about one another, to now Steve Smith is like uh, the number one defender of Baker Mayfield. He honestly, thinks that guy how, is the shit, you know? Honestly, that's how most of my friends got married. <laughs> <laughs> Hate each other one minute, and next minute they're yeah. shagging up. That seems like a normal relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. Wait, you um, <laughs> yeah, who doesn't do that, right? Let's. Uh, isn't that what a relationship is? I mean, you know. For maybe I'm just, yeah, maybe I'm just being the bad ones, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's pretty much all I had for the show. I'm looking okay. over my well, list. Let me yeah, ask you. Let me ask you real quick. Do you not think it was odd? We had we we were sixth on the waiver wire, so I mean that's just fact. We were sixth. Uh, there was five teams ahead of us that put a good claim on somebody. We had the sixth spot. 
we didn't claim nobody. Didn't even put any claims on nobody. Yeah. I thought that was really odd hmm. that we did that. I mean, I know we went to training camp with all these folks, but there's clearly folks that, you know, I thought that were worth it. I mean, uh, one of the best things, the corner, one of the safeties I like who plays real good nickel corner was uh, shipped off to the Eagles. So that was a good deal. Yeah. For the Eagles. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is a little bit surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, again, we all felt that at some point in time, they would upgrade uh, the defensive end position. Yeah. They have not done that. No. So no. I really don't know what's, no. Uh, no. you know, if, I, I'm, I'm assuming that if there was someone that was actually on their radar that they really wanted, that they would have honed in and grabbed that player. Um, I really think that their mouth was watering for Carlos Dunlap earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. And then when that fell apart, all bets were off in terms of right. actually upgrading the D line. Um, right. right. It is what it is. And, man. Uh, you know, speaking, speaking of the Titans though, where we shipped off Dennis Daly, there's a rumors coming out that Daly may actually start week one for the Titans. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. That's... Who, who did they play week one? Oh, I knew that before you asked. I did, but plus, the, the folks is at that the was Yeah, I think it is. Because uh, I know the Colts, um, the Colts are playing the Texans. They play the Giants. No, they play the Giants. Yes. They play the Giants, and then week two, we play the Giants, don't we? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. So. Now, if CK was here, it would be time for him to use his sexiest voice and welcome our new member. But instead, he's got to put up with my ass, dude. Welcome Nick Montiero to the C2 Panther family. He's always been a what? part of it. But you know, now it's just extra official. How I'm sorry. I'm Nick sorry, Montero, Nate. welcome to C3. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what a letdown. I'll take that. What a letdown. What a letdown. Everyone was going to see Kay. I asked the question Cody. on how to, get it, how to do it last week, and nobody wanted to answer me on the YouTube chat. So now I'm kind of finally catching up with things. Yeah, so I did just. It, you, so if you do have an iPhone, you literally have to uh, go under Google Chrome and in the URL where it says like mobile slash www slash whatever, you take it off of the mobile and you just make it like a normal HTML page and then that join button pops up. So yeah, for all iOS users, it's kind of a ordeal. But if you do it, we certainly appreciate you. And dude, I'm working. I've been working on emojis. I got more coming. I'm still working on them. Uh, we're gonna have badges and random giveaways. So join. Feel free if you'd like to. Um, is there anything on anyone else's mind as we uh, kind of carouse for last topics of the night here? Well, seeing as how this is, we now have our 53, we know who we're playing, what, what we're playing, when we're playing, that sort of deal. We want to do official roster predi- or uh, official uh, standings. 
for the end of the year. Oh, game like game predictions or yeah, yeah, we're gonna do some grand predictions. Let's do it. I'm done. I, I, I'm gonna let I'm y'all up. do it because on Tuesday night, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get all of yours, uh, and then on uh, on Tuesday, we're gonna do our official C3 predictions. Me, Tony, CK, and Greg. But, we had a bunch of other ones, but dude, they were terrible. Like I was assuming we're gonna do that. We gotta have you be the tiebreaker though. Yeah, yeah, you got to be the tiebreaker because there's four of us doing it. Then. If there's two, two. Well, I'm the JD still there. Uh, yeah, JD still there. Uh, Drew had to had to pop out. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. yeah. we can do that. So, Cody, you got to yeah. be the tiebreaker if we there's two and two. All right. Um, let me pull up the schedule. Well, we already know who we're playing week one. So, what do you guys think? Yes. It's got to be a win. They can't yeah, lose that win. I think it, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a win. I think it's going to be ugly, but it might be a win. Yeah. Only because of Deshaun not being there. That's it. Yeah. I think we might actually have, like, a great defensive outing. I, I I I expect it, and maybe it's just a lot about more hope. But I expect our defense to look better than it looked in preseason. Just because of their quarterback, and like all yeah. they have is is uh, what's his name, the receiver. Yeah, I mean, and they're, they're uh, sitting, Cooper. The Brown, yeah, the Browns, the, the Browns center is just really bad, y'all. <laughs> he, the Browns he, have not won he, a week one matchup guard. in almost three decades. Yeah, yeah, no, say no, JD, say that one more time, bro. The Browns have not won a week one matchup in almost three decades. <laughs> Dude. A first oh. time for everything, boys. Oh, no, don't say it, Nick. No, don't say it. Dude, look, I think we're here. Here's the thing, man, okay, yeah. because you haven't seen me since the past game, all right? Yeah, I have been to five Panthers games. Each, yeah. each one of them has been a loss. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I have been a fan at the end of 2018, we have lost. So until this team shows me otherwise, sorry, no. I don't Listen, have no. Very much I, I hear you, bro. My first four games, they lost too. My first four games. First game I went to, 2008 playoffs. Jake Dillon throws six interceptions and fumbles. First oh, game. that's tough. Yeah. Listen, absolutely. I want this team to to do good, and I expect a little bit from them. So that way, whenever they do a lot, I'm very pleasantly surprised. I'm but, I'm wired different because I'm I'm always expecting or hoping for the best, and I'm always disappointed with that 2018 season, six and two, and I'm like, yo, that's that's what, yo, we go go sit, if we, if we're able to go six and two down the stretch. Man, that's an easy playoff berth and don't win another game no. for the remainder of the damn season. We do play the AFC North this year, so you think us getting Baker helps that? Like um, he, 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 he he plays when every time Baker's played the Bengals, I think Joe Burrow was on the podcast and he said he, he's yet to beat Baker. Like they play the Steelers, they play the Ravens. I mean they Inside information, they know. Hey, Nick, uh, mm-hmm. Nick, Drew said, "Keep your ass away from the stadium." <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I'm I'm a Falcons fan now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Be a fat. 
dude, that's perfect. If you really want to be a fan, if you're that much of a jinx, become a Falcons fan and make sure that they never fucking win. Although, to be honest, the Saints probably need it more. The Falcons, they don't need any extra jinx. Yeah, they, no. have, they have enough on their own, dude. They, they, they can lose terribly with even without your help. Have you so, seen the meme with uh, when they traded Matt Ryan to the Colts? It was for the third round and the 82nd pick. He turned those numbers around 28 and 3. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, see, that's what lets me know that there's a God, you know, because of little things like that. That's how I know. But, yeah, man, look, uh, Nick had a good idea. Let's run through these, man. Uh, We're just going to go real quick. I'm going to go through each and every one of you and just tell me what you're feeling right now. Cleveland Browns, week one. And, by the way, let me check my calendar. I think there will be uh, another Friday show. Yeah, so there there is going to be another Friday show. Um, two days before before the the game, so we do have one more Friday, um, and we're gonna have a brand new segment. And yeah, let me let me go ahead and tease this real quick. That every Friday from here on out, there's gonna be a brand new segment for everyone to be able to participate in, and there's an opportunity for y'all to make some cash. Okay, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. yeah, that's right. Keep it tuned to the C3 podcast. Uh, this Tuesday night, we're going to be dropping some news. And yeah, it's going to affect some of the stuff that we do this season, man. So it's going to be real fun. I think everyone's going to enjoy it. But let's run through this, man. Number one, uh, Panthers at Browns at home, 1 p.m. Uh, let's go to Panther Pickle. What you thinking? Or whoever wants to jump in first, Panther Pickle might That's be. That's a W. That's a W. It's got to be. I'll, I'll go with a W. Fuck it. Panther Pickle, you there? Uh, he unmuted himself. I thought he was. All right, so that's a W. New York Giants. To me, w. if that's not a W, then I that's don't know what it is. For it's, it's the Ben McAdoo revenge game. That is true. Oh, yeah, I like that. Game. Panthers, like they went their ass last year. And we hey, all uh, that. Uh, at what point is Brandon Smith a full-time starter? Can you hear me by, now? By, Hello. By what, Hello. Yeah, I can, yeah can Pickle, hear I can hear you now. Oh, I, just, week, I say by week eight. Oh, you say week eight? So I did listen to Ben McAdoo. Uh, he uh, did a press conference. And he was saying that they anticipate that at linebacker, Brandon Smith will be playing this year. Uh, now, I'm hoping that it's sooner than later, um, but they, I, they I, anticipate getting him reps. I don't I don't think it'll be due to injury either. I think they'll just, like, try to ease him in, see what he can do, yeah. like, give him a few plays a few um, early in the season. And by, like, midseason, he's going to be the guy – Going out there with the ones, he's going to be that's, the star. That that's yeah. what uh, that's similar to what uh, Snow said. Phil Snow said the same thing. Said that they have to get him involved. And uh, somebody, I think it was Snow that said he he envisions Brandon starting by before the end of the year. I think yeah. it was Phil Snow. Yeah, it was Snow. Yeah, yeah, so I watched it. Yeah, I, I watched it too. He did say. Yeah, so they, they, they've all been talking a lot about Brand yeah. about Brandon. Big, I, I just throw 
in the past, I, I've never been once all that concerned about hearing what the coaches have to say. Not yeah. so much with rule, but almost every time the Panthers post, like there's an interview with this coach or that coach, uh, the wide receivers coach, I've, I've found myself much more interested in seeing what these guys have to say. And I honestly can say I like what I'm hearing from. Same. Uh, every time I hear Phil Snow talk, I'm reminded of why he's my favorite coach on the roster or on our, on our, on our team. I, I like Phil Snow. I like the way he looks at defense. Um, uh, Panther Pickle, what did you say on Browns and Giants? Oh, yeah, Browns. We're going to beat the Browns. All right, W on the Browns. What about yes. the Giants? Uh, w on them, too. All right, so far, Easy nothing w. but W's all the way around. Mm-hmm. Week three, division rival. Them damn New Orleans Aints. Boys, uh, what's happening? That's Who's their quarterback? That that's going to be a Winston. That's going to be a that's going to be a W and the because in my opinion they don't have a left tackle. Yeah, the rookie, rookie was placed. Right? The rook, the rookie was placed on IR. Yeah, it, same as Sam. Yeah. So after week four, he'll be eligible to return. But yeah, he. Well, they will not have him for, uh, for the Panthers. And by the way, that's where Brian Burns is. So Brian Burns is going up against their number two left tackle, whoever the hell that is. So and I fully expect Horn to phase out Slant Boy. Yes, let's go. I love that man. Put all right. I'll, uh, I'll be the outlier. I'm saying we're losing. All right. Why? Like, like I said before, I don't have faith in this in this staff yet. That's it. Okay. It's the coaching staff that I don't. I don't even. Bl- I don't even blame you, man. Uh, I was fighting with people on Twitter today. Like now, all of a sudden, there's like a contingent of Panther fans that are like Matt Rule apologists. And if you say anything bad about him, oh, you're a pessimist. You're negative, and all of this horse shit. I'm like, dude, if you're hopeful about the season, fine, be hopeful. Don't let me piss in your cornflakes. Uh, but Jay- like, don't don't pretend like Matt Rule has been anything other than dog shit the confident. entire time that he's been here. He's looked inept all too often. Wow, y'all hundred percent. Have Have you looked at the Saints' offensive line? They almost as bad as the Bucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, are they really? Yeah, James Hurst. James Hurst is their quote starting left tackle. He he he's he's got a bad foot injury now. The the coach said that he believes he should be ready for the opener, but we'll see. Forrest I'm Lamb. I'm knocking on wood right now. Forrest Andre Pete is their left guard. Their backup Forrest Lamps on IR. Uh, Nathaniel Greenwood's on IR. I mean, they they other than their starters, they ain't got nobody else out there. Notice. Hey, I, I said this before. I said it before, like, to me, the only thing that stops this team from making the playoffs is ineptitude at the, at, at, with the coaches. Like, McAdoo goes out there and just shits the bed. Ineptitude and injuries. If the coaches are in their bag and this team is able to remain fairly healthy, there's no reason why this team shouldn't be playoff bound. Yeah. Even their nickel corners got a sprained ankle. It, they're racking Damn, they're injuries. all banged up. They're all banged up. I mean, uh, there's a bunch of people on IR. I can't even tell you how many people's on IR. No, I hear you. All right, so so far, 
Uh, everyone else has us going three and zero except Nick. Nick has us at two and one. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. And by the way, be keeping. By the way, be keeping track with your own record. Uh, right now, everybody's at three and zero. Nick's at uh, two and one. And y'all write this down too. So that way, uh, that way later on in the in the in the year, you can look back on this and say, okay, I was. You know, I was a little bit right on this one. I was way wrong on this one. But for the most part, we can kind of compare and contrast what we think we are right now to what we end up being. So I think that will be fun. Um, and, again, we'll probably do this again next Friday when we have more people, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, just to get more people to, you know, maybe some last-minute amendments if people want to change something here. Uh, but, all right, now – Let's move on to week number four, Arizona Cardinals at home. Still, that's a dub, right? I'm calling dub. The Panthers do nothing but beat the ass of the Cardinals. Hopkins is out too, you know. Yeah, that's Dep. Hopkins is out. Uh, they haven't beaten us since 2013, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that I is. I will go true. ahead and call that a W. I. I, 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 but it, I, yeah, it's gonna be a deal. I think la- I think last year we should have lost that game, but it, it was a fluke. So I'm I'm sticking with my normal. All right, a bunch of people have us at four and one or uh, four and zero oh right now. Next at three and one. Then no, no, two and two, two and two. Oh, uh, two and two. Who are we losing to? Cardinals. Uh, the Falcons or the uh. The Cardinals. Sing, sing. Cardinals. Oh, so you think we're losing the Cardinals too? We didn't right. play against Kyler Murray when we beat him last year. So I mean. okay. Uh, San Francisco at home, four oh five. Our upset. This is a win. I'm calling five and zero because uh, because of uh, Trey Lance. I don't know. He's. I've been hearing bad things. Yeah, I've been hearing those too. I think. Yeah, I, feel I, like I've heard I think. Both. I think re-signing Jimmy Garoppolo is is uh, is a sign that that Lance that Trey exactly. Lance isn't good, or they just can't find a trade partner. But like, if, I, if I, I'm I, not mistaken, the Niners have a fairly tough schedule of their own uh, to start off with. And um, I was I was listening to Pat McAfee. He was talking like by week five, you could see Jimmy Garoppolo as the starter if Trey Lance is just struggling. And they then the, the coaches feel like it's Lance holding the team back, but the team itself is ready. Uh, from what I heard about Lance, Trey Lance, or Jimmy Garoppolo, rather, just opinions is that uh, the Seahawks were sure to take him in free agency once the Niners cut him. The, but the Niners wasn't going to trade him to the division rival Seahawks. That makes sense. And they they didn't want to lose him to the Seahawks, so they did their best to talk him into redoing the contract so he could stay, so they well, wouldn't lose him to the Seahawks. And okay, so just to play devil's advocate here, if you know, I think uh, if we're talking about Trey Lance, you know, Kevin mentioned Trey Lance not looking, not looking good. People are having some worries about him, which I, I've heard both. I've heard. Uh, him looking good and looking bad, depending on the source. But either way, if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, do you look at it as, well, maybe if I take a pay cut 
And if I stay on the team, if Trey fucks up, there's a good chance I'm the starter again in no time, you know? Like, yeah, maybe uh, maybe that was his mindset and the reason why he decided to take that. I think our DBs are going to ruin. I think our DBs are going to do it. Yeah. True, true, true. All right. So uh, we're through four games. Uh, no, no, no. We, uh, we're through five with the uh, 49ers. Then. Oh, I also say loss on that one. So. Okay, so we're at two and three for Nick. Who all has this undefeated right now? Uh, the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Five and oh. Five and oh. Panther Pickle. And so what everybody except Panther Nick. Pickle. Five and oh. Yeah. Okay. Five and oh. I'm writing it down right now, so. All right, cool, perfect. Uh, all right, now, I, I have a feeling I already know what Nick is going to say if he has to listen to the fucking Cardinals, but we're going on the road to play the Super Bowl champs, the Los Angeles Rams. What happens here? L. I, I think we play them close, but they they pull it out first loss of the season. I think it's a blowout. Dude, the only reason why I feel like this is a loss is because of Aaron Donald. Yeah. Like, that's literally the only – like, I feel like our interior – you know, we haven't seen Bradley Bozeman yet. And uh, as of right now, Pat Elflin has not been better. Uh, listen, I've been a fan of Brady Christensen. I think that he has done very well. But come on. Like, that that's a – Dude, that's that's tough for for fucking anyone, man. Yeah. So it's like, what's what's that quote from uh, that Kobe Bryant commercial? That that man is a whole nother beast in a different animal. Yeah, yeah, that man's a whole nother beast inside of another animal, swallowing another murderer. Yeah, you and, know, like that and, guy is. And, and hope hope you don't lose your helmet because he'll pick you up and smack you upside the head with but no damn reason other than the fact that you lost it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, Aaron Donald's the shit. Um, but really, like, other than that, like, See, dude, would, I, it, but, but it, hold on, can I say one more thing? One more thing, Pickle. Like Matthew Stafford, he's he's been known to throw some interceptions. Yes, yeah. some big sixes. Definitely been known to throw some interceptions, and I'll be damned if we don't have the defensive back core. To make this into a game, dude. That, that's so why I'm I think saying. we're playing close. But, 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 but you don't know the running back situation. Like they're still like coming off like injuries. Seriously. But see, I got to be devil's advocate. This okay. this is how, what week of the season? This is week six. Uh, yeah. yes. I don't think we'll be healthy all the way through there. <clears throat> Probably not. So I, I, I have to. I I have to say for 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 a reason. If 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 we're gonna lose, that's gonna be who we're gonna lose to. I can't go under. I can't mark all these as wins, but I sure want to. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, it's, that's the thing that gives me reason to pause. Like I, I know, I up to this point, I have us uh, five and one, but okay. with the Niners and uh, the Rams, it's not so much. Like I said before, the talent on our team, I feel like we can go toe to toe with anyone. It's the coaches. Yeah, and yeah exactly. They will the guys open. Shanahan will. You can give Shannon hands shit for players, and he will put some shit out there to get some open lanes. Like the, I think the last time we played the 49ers, they were gashing us, and it wasn't. It was like guys you never heard of. They're running the ball and they're getting five, ten yards a pop. Right. He was. Right. He had them guys rolling. 
is that their the, the, the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons were crap until Shanahan went to be their offensive coordinator. Then they went to the Super Bowl. He left, and they went back to being crap. I'm telling you, man, it's these, it's, it's these established. If Rule wants to be taken seriously in the NFL, he has to establish something about himself. And for all intents and purposes, it's been said that he's not an X's and O's guys. So that means he needs to bring in coordinators that are X's and O's guys. Snow has shown the propensity to be a great defensive coordinator. The question mark is McAdoo. McAdoo is out there willing and dealing. There's no reason why I, I could very well see the Panthers, like I said, five and one. Hell, six and oh, possibly, but I'm I'm saying five and one right now. I mean, Aaron Rodgers said he was very confused when he played us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I imagine like a guy who never started in NFL or well, he's played like one or two, but like Yeah. And uh my uh is, is there so no everyone has this losing to the Rams. I'm correct? pretty sure, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Moving on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. Now, have you all heard the rumors? And by the way, you could have guessed this. Like, you didn't even have to know that it was a rumor. But you know how Tom Brady left the team for a little bit? He got Botox. Well, everyone's saying that, but I honestly don't think that he looks that different. He looks that- different. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I think it was that video. If you see a picture of him, I don't know. Either way, apparently, the missus is mad at him. Giselle is mad that he's playing NFL football this year. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, people have stuff going on. But also, and Panther Pickle alluded to this, that offensive line, at least as of right now, is not looking very good, man. They have a lot of injuries. They're kind of in shambles uh, at the moment. Again, it is a, a contender, though. What are we feeling? Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I say seven. L. I think we take an L. Yeah, I think we do. I think we win that one. I, I, The Bucks are not involved in this winning. You take Tom Brady completely off that team. What do you got? Not <laughs> Tom Brady would come out tomorrow and say, enough's enough, I'm done with football, and I'm never playing it again, and won't go back home to Car-a-Lago or whatever the hell he lives. <laughs> and yeah, at that point on, <laughs> at that point on, the Bucks are winless. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and I, 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 I've always thought that Tom Brady – wasn't going to make a gradual slide. He was going to be a complete drop. And I think we're going to see that drop this year. Do you think we're going to win, Pickle? I tell you what, I do. I do think we're going to win. I feel like every year there's someone that predicts that that's going to happen to him. Oh, Max Kellerman. Yeah, and then then it never happens. Maybe maybe you're the straw that breaks the camel's back. I mean, rather, rather, maybe, maybe you're the pickle. That breaks the camel's back. You know what? I have predicted this man was going to take a sharp drop heave for probably 10 years now. Oh, no. Eventually, I'm going to be right. Oh, all right. What if I, eventually, to I'm going to be right. Yep. And when I'm right, everybody's going to know about it. Yep. I, 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 I approve that message. 
I told you this 50-year-old quarterback wasn't going to be good this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, Hey, man, uh, let me take a moment and welcome Locks Man to the stream. Uh, Locks Man, everybody knows him from the uh, the YouTube chat room. Locks, you there, bro? You're on mute. Yo, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, what's up, bro? Yo, I, I know I know I'm a little late, but I'm here now. That's no, all good. Hey man, better late oh. than never, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. Uh, we're so we're uh we're predicting Tampa Bay, uh Carolina, Tampa Bay. So is everybody saying this is a loss? I say it's a loss. Yeah, five and two. So pickle. So all right. So pickle is the only one that says it's a dub. Oh, right. oh, hey, is it, is it at home or on the road? It's uh, home. At home. And, it, and this is what? Week, week seven or week eight? Uh, what, week seven. 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 Uh, 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 I'm trying not to be a homer. I'm trying not to be a homer. I, I, I'm going to say, uh, I say dub. I say dub. All right. I like that. And again, as of right now, they're not healthy right now. Again, that's week seven, so it might be a totally yeah. different thing by then. Yeah. But you know, they, hey, all these teams are filled with humans, human beings who bleed red blood and have bones that break. You know, so, not Tom Brady. He bleeds something weird. Yeah, probably like Botox, avocado ice cream, or something. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, Botox and avocado ice cream. All right. Uh, week, week number eight, ATL in, Merce- in Mercedes-Benz. Six and two. Six and two. Everybody saying dub? Yeah. We're good, at, we're good with NFC South on the road, but not, never at home. Yeah, I know. that Dude, that needs to change, man. We have to defend our dirt against the division rivals at home. It's paramount. You must have this house. Well, some people are in the chat room saying two and six. Ooh, damn, bro. Hey, I'm I'm not far off, man. I'm. I thought five, Nick so. was a tough customer, man. But now nah, chat room is saying even worse. All right. Uh, now he's Baker hater. <laughs> so everyone has this beating Atlanta. G baby would be proud of you, Nick. I know. Yeah. But you know oh, what? After what I saw at training camp and what I saw at that Pats game, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a little <laughs> negative. I hear you, man. It's prove it season. It's time for. Hey, uh, do, do you think we're gonna win Week Eight? Which one's that? Uh, that's Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, that's Atlanta. One o'clock on the road. Oh, they beat Atlanta. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm going through, I'm writing all this down. So we might have to get some of Lox's uh, next time for one through uh, one through seven. But uh, Sunday, November sixth, Cincinnati Bengals. What's everybody seven. saying? I seven say a win. That's a dub. I say a dub. Ooh, home boy. Uh, that is away. That's in Cincinnati. We're gonna lose that one. I'm gonna say, uh, 
That's an error. What would you say about Baker and Cincinnati? Yes, but we're going to lose that one because by then, these young players are going to think that they bat the baddest sons of bitches in the planet and go after and blow one just because they high on themselves. Oh, okay. So, JD, did you say that we were going to win? Or did you say that yeah. we were going to lose? Yeah, we're, we're going to win that. 7 and 2. Cody, 7 2. Huh? What do you think, Cody? I mean, remember, man, I'm holding off on my official official, bro. I know. I was trying try to, try yeah, to get Yeah, no, no. Yeah, you can't get me, no. Nah. <laughs> I may be handicapped, but I'm not slow. You know what I'm saying? My, 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 my chair is pretty damn fast, if you know what I'm saying, bro. Uh, Wait till I go down there. I'll hook up a, a 24-volt car bat or 24-volt bat. Dude, I used to have two air horns on my wheelchair. And I almost scared the sh- dude. I've almost caused car crashes before <laughs> with that with that fucking thing, dude. I'll tell y'all some stories one day, um, but that's for another time. Uh, damn, we got Atlanta, Cincy, then Atlanta. So Thursday night football. This is the premiere of our black helmets. We lose Thursday night football. Yeah, oh, we'll lose man. that one. We we, oh, we don't no. dude. We. We don't do good wearing black. I know people want us to wear black. That's the end it's thing. because it's never been complete. Yeah. I know. The silver right. is thrown what, it off. I tell you what. We'll, we'll, in that game, when we lose that game, you can get out here and tell me why we lost that game. Because I'm going to say we're going to lose it. Yeah, I think we're going to lose it. We're going to win. I Eight want seven. us to win that real bad. Just because it's Atlanta and it's the new helmets, and so, be, it, it would be the story thing. But, yeah. So, how many have us going one and one with Atlanta? I do. No, I do, but I'm gonna flip mine because I say I thought before we would win the away one and lose the home one, but now that we're doing the black on black, we gotta win that one. We can't lose. So. Yeah, I agree, man. Dude, I'm tired of those black jerseys, like Pickle was saying. Being like a jinx, Tony is a proponent of this theory too, man. I'm not down with that shit, man. I don't believe in it. We just have to play better football. That's some of the best outfits in the NFL. All right. I, I'll fight anyone on that, dude. Anyone. All right. Love Lock, the you We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Lots. Hey, what do you think about Atlanta, man? At home. Well, oh. Uh... We rarely sweep them. Like I don't, I don't remember the last season that we swept them. But I think this year, uh, I, I don't think they're gonna be uh, really that good. So I'm gonna give them a sweep this year. I think we're gonna sweep them. Yes, sir. I like that, man. And at home Thursday night, that's our only like real prime time. We have a few other four o'clock, but I don't know. That's a that's a big time test for us. Being in prime time, we're not a good prime time team, and Panther fans know that. Man, it's like in prime time, we have not done well. So moments like that, that's that's well, that's big. A while ago, us. you said we had to, we had to, we had to take back our dirt. We had to control yeah. our dirt. We can't even control the seats, the fans. We can't even, we can't even make <laughs> the, make the seats our home, much yeah. less the dirt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, that's that's a point, man. But it, it takes moments like those, winning those big primetime games, you know, winning at home, 
that that's important, man. And the Panthers can go a long way in doing that this year uh, if they pull off some W's. Moving on, Baltimore Ravens. That's a lot. Six, seven, eight. Nine, I can I see us. We can I could see us beating the Ravens if for no other reason than the fact that they have a bunch of no names at at, at their wide receiver positions. But again, their head coach Harbaugh, I'm gonna have yeah. to say we can take an L there. Yeah, I, 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 I want to say L, but I'm gonna tell you this: they got a bunch of no names. They're they're gonna try to win this year on the legs of their quarterback. That's just how the, they're going the to Ravens win. are doing to Lamar what the Panthers did to Cam. Yeah, they're going to run that man to death late yep. in the season like that. He's going to be injured. Oh, uh, they really are, aren't they? I'm always wrong about these things. I'm just going to say it's a win for that reason. But I'm always so, wrong about these things. The Ravens are like my my pseudo AFC team, um, in part because of like Ray Lewis. Like when I first started playing football. I tried to be like Ray Lewis and shit, and yeah. So I, I was I always fought with the Ravens. I like the colors, that black yeah. and purple, that darkness and shit. And from the little bit of attention that I paid them over the last couple of years, they're legitimately his top receiving threat right now is his tight end. He's a very mobile QB. Uh, I hear a lot of people say he can't throw from the pocket, but then I'm seeing him accurately throw the ball aside on that bitch sometimes. From the pocket, they're yeah. doing to him exactly what the hell the Panthers did to Cam. They're not putting him in a position. Hell, even the offensive coordinator was uh, the offensive coordinator for the 49ers when they got, um, I forget his damn name. Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. And yeah, Kaepernick's Greg, Ro- Greg Roman, right? Kaepernick's numbers went down each season with Roman as his offensive coordinator. I, I, I think that's their biggest problem is their offensive coordinator. Yeah, they, they, I, they, I, they I really do. The I, yeah, they, they, I, the same way I feel like if the Panthers had, I, I firmly believe had the Panthers brought in uh, North Turner earlier in Cam's career, you would have seen a better passer of the football from Cam. Obviously, they would have needed to improve the offensive line, but the same thing is happening with Lamar. Like they're depending on his athleticism, and it's allowing this narrative that he can't do it from the pocket to be continuously. Yeah. Um, pushed out there. The dude, he can throw it from the fucking pocket. It's just, he has the added benefit of, oh, you get, you think you're getting close to me. Let me take two steps and now it's a cloud of dust. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. But my, my problem is, um, I'm getting some feedback. I don't know where exactly it's from. But my, my problem is, though, is do we have the linebacking core and the pass rush to be able to keep up with Lamar? Um, by the way, I wanted to highlight this comment. Uh, Chunk in the chat room said, we're two and nine right now. CMC and Dante will both be heard by now. Don't say that. Dude, Panther fans are so um, jaded, man. We we, we, we we expect the worst. We really do expect the worst. Uh, okay, Denver Broncos. Now, I feel like what we have, oh, goal, no. what we have, no. What we have going with the Cardinals is like the exact opposite with the Broncos. I feel like the Broncos, every time we play them, they always kick our ass. In fact, I don't know if the Panthers – so if you know, I've been a fan since 2011. 
I don't know if the Panthers have beaten the Broncos in the time that I've been a fan. Like I, I don't, I really don't think that they have. I thought they played Jake Plummer one time and they beat him. Well, because remember in 2013, uh, what's it? Uh, 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 Steve Smith put Vaughn Miller into the yeah, dirt. Yep. Yeah, I got some feedback coming from. I think that was on uh, JD. Uh, but remember when Steve Smith put Vaughn Miller in the dirt? It was like a blindside block, and you put Vaughn Miller on his ass. That was a loss. So I don't know, man. We we have tough outs. Against Denver, what do y'all say, man? That's a L. Uh, um, what did I put down? I I think it's a win, or no, I think it's a loss. I forgot about that's that. home. Hmm? That's it. Is that home or road? Uh, that's at home. Uh, the Panthers at home. Yeah, we're we're gonna be at home against Denver. Oh, okay. Uh, I I got uh a dub. That's a dub. All right, dub dub on Denver. JD, what say you, man? Uh, as as much as I want to say it's a dub, I'm I'm gonna say we take an L there. Okay. What chocolate? You say L? L. Pickle, you say L. You're muted. Hey, yes, man. yes, it's an L. Okay, it's an L. Pickle, what, right. what did you say for uh, week eleven too? The Ravens. Oh, the Ravens. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a win. Okay. And no. then, how about you, K Bosh? Or, or uh, yeah, K Bosh. For week eleven. Yeah. Yeah, Ravens. Oh yeah, L. L. Yeah, definitely. All right. So then, thankfully, we have a bye week, uh, December 4th. Then, Seattle Seahawks, December 11th, in Seattle. So on the other side of the country. That's definitely a win. The Seahawks will not allow us to lose that game. Hmm. Okay. Because the Seahawks plan is to suck this whole year so they get that number one pick. And oh, be damned if they're going to let the Panthers spoil that shit. So, we're going to okay. win that one. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, All right, so a lot JD. of W's. JD, what say you, man? Yeah, that's that's a that's a dub. Um, the boys going to be had two back-to-back weeks of losing. Then they're going to have a bye week. The stew on those two losses. And they're going to come out and put foots in the Seahawks. I like that. Put the feet to them. Put a foot on their neck. I like that shit. Locks, what say you, bro? Uh, on the road in Seattle. Uh, I mean, I, it's kind of tough because I see this every year with every team. There's always one or two games that everybody expects to win. And there's always... One or two games, everybody expect them to lose. Yep. And I think this might be one of those games that everybody predicts them to win, and then somehow they find a way to lose the motherfucker. So yeah, I'm going to say L. All right, I can see that. All right, Lock says L at Seattle. Um, there's a few games on here 
that I think are, are they're 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 sneaky for us, you know. Like there's a lot of it depends on what these teams are gonna be. Um, I feel like I know what everyone's gonna say about this next one: Pittsburgh Steelers, December eighteenth. Oh, however, damn. however, it is at home. home. We're here. We're uh, in Charlotte, Bank of America Stadium, Pittsburgh Steelers. What say y'all? W. Lose. I'm gonna say. Well, A-O. Nick's going to the game. Nick's going to the game. Nick's going to the game. You're guaranteed we'll lose that one. That's <laughs> we'll, we'll probably lose a couple players in that game. Oh uh, no! Don't go, Nick. Don't go that far. Nick, don't go, bro. Too late. Already, already oh, bought the uh, Airbnb. Damn it, Nick. All right. Yep. K- yeah, Kenny's going to whip our butt on that game, too. Oh, uh, yeah, you think it'll be a... Nothing Mitchell could still be in. I think Steelers pretty good this year, actually. Can you pick it by that point in time? Yeah. I think they will before the end of the year. I think Trubisky's going to surprise A lot of people do. Trubisky may do, but I I think somewhere along that year, they're going to put Kenny Pickett in there and play him a couple games. J.D., uh, what are you thinking about Panthers versus Steelers? Again, uh, talent-wise, I feel like we got them, but out of respect to Tomlin, we we, we taking the L that game. Mm. Yep. Yep. And, you know, it's funny. I, you know, knowing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, over the camp. Mike Tomlin's the only one of Go the first and- things that you say about this team is that because they have a head coach like Mike Tomlin, you're, you're positive yeah, that they're going yeah, to be a good team, man. It shows you what difference. Totally different from us. Yep. Uh, what comment, uh, Pickle? Uh, over the cap, uh, that dude that at over the cap is what he calls himself. Oh, I, th- I th- yeah, I think he's a Browns fan. Anyhow, let oh, me yeah, if, no if I want to live in my lie world, I can. If I whatever, whatever I'm sniffing ain't your business. <laughs> so yeah. go back there and sniff you some some Watson. Just and by the way, how many people? How many? Uh, Nick, how many people even have us at twelve wins? I don't. Uh... We got JD has us winning quite a bit. So does Panther Pickle. I'll add it up all at the end. So. All right, all right, all right. So this is uh, uh, all right, Vox. What'd you say about Pittsburgh, bro? Um, I say we lose that. You know, twenty-one to the uh, fifty-five. Oh, so that's gonna be a big. Uh, that's gonna be a big. big yeah, yeah. That's a. Dude, that's a. <laughs> The David, David Tepper's former former uh, stomping ground. You know David Tepper wants to beat the Steelers so bad. Yeah, he but, does. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to get that. Um, but like Locks was saying, those sneaky games that come up out of nowhere and you lose to a team that you're not supposed to, that Lions matchup, I don't know, man. People are liking Dan Campbell and some of the players that they got up there. What are y'all saying? We only have three games left in the season at this point. Detroit Lions at home. So, if I'm not mistaken, I have us at uh, nine and five right now, and we're definitely getting the dub right here. So, ten and five. All right, all right. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a win. 
All right. White chocolates is dub. Uh, Nick, come on, man. We have to beat the Lions, right? Well, seeing as how it's the game that I'm also going to, they're going to tease me because I said before, <laughs> if we lose another game that I go to, I'm not going to another one again. So we're going to win this one. Yeah. All right, dude. We're going to reverse the curse of Nick Montero. We, we need win. to get, we need we to get a W while, while Nick is in the stadium. So that way it can be a thing that whenever Nick is in the stadium, Panthers are winning football games, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. We win while I'm down there, and it's at that Lions game. Like, we lose the Steelers game. We win the Lions game. I'm sitting in my seat, and they're going to have to force me out of the stadium because it's like, no. This is only <laughs> happening once in my lifetime. Yeah. I enjoy this. <laughs> yep. I'm never leaving. I'm never changing my shirt or my underwear. <laughs> I have to savor the moment, dude. No, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm the same way, man. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, y'all. Last uh, matchup with Tampa. Um, and uh, by the way, the Detroit Lions, that's our uh, last matchup on the road. No, Pickle, did I get your uh, Lions prediction? Uh, I think we're going to win that one. All right, W on Lions. Yeah. Locks, Maine. Lions, uh, is that a dub or not? Dub, that's a dub. That's a dub. By the way, that's our final home game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit Lions, next two are on the road. Raymond James Stadium, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, let's see, Panther Pickle. Bucks, um... The bucks, the bucks, the bucks. Um, the buck stops here. Um, I said before, I'll just say, well, no, we're gonna lose that one because we never, we've, I don't think we've, we've, I already said earlier we was gonna beat the bucks. Uh, I, I, I believe by the end, we're, we're not gonna. We will lose to the bucks in that game. Okay. Okay. So. With with uh, my record prediction at this point in the season, the Panthers and the Bucks are going to be. I I see it as a three way uh, race. Mm-hmm. The Panthers, the Bucks, and the Saints. We're all going to be fighting to take the South. We're going to make it hella interesting because of that Week Seventeen matchup. We're going to beat the Bucks here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Week, I like that man. Uh, week Seventeen. I mean, dude. I. At this point, I that's, say a tough, that's a tough schedule to end with if you're trying to make a playoff push. I I mean, that's that, that's tough, man. All right. Uh, you say L? Yeah. Uh, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Okay. Yeah, I was debating, like, uh, but I think, I think we take L. No, nah, you're good. Okay. I think we uh, get swept by Tampa this year. I hear you. Um. You already know okay, what I'm we, thinking, so. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do know what you're thinking on that one. <laughs> I think I know what you're thinking on the last two with Tampa and New Orleans, probably. That you do, my uh, friend. That you do. <laughs> yeah. Locks, man. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, final time on the road. Who wins? You know, I got to go with the air. I, I can't see them sweeping. Cause I, cause I, uh, I know, I know I had them winning at home. I don't got them winning on the road, so that's an L. 
That's me. Right. I can't see him sweeping the Bucks. Yeah, that's 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 gonna be tough, man. And then New Orleans, uh, it'll be a different team than uh, the one that we saw in Week Three. So what are we thinking, man? We uh, uh we're winning the last game of the season. I think we're winning that one, and the Bucks will be looking for a new coach and a new quarterback. The so oh, the Saints. Saints. The Saints. Saints. The Saints will be looking for a head coach and a quarterback by then. Hmm. Okay. All right. I like that. Uh, Sean Hume. He says, "How do I get on?" There's a link in the description down below. But honestly, brother, we're almost done here, and I'm about to get off. I'm gonna uh go and join Greg on his uh uh. Dude, I'm blanking. Geeks chasing squirrels. Geeks chasing squirrels. There it is. Geeks chasing squirrels across the multiverse, dude. Yeah. Did know, we pick the last game? Uh, but thanks, Sean. I do uh, appreciate you wanting to come on. Uh, yeah, we're, so we're on. Yeah, next Friday for sure. Uh, we're on New Orleans, January eighth, last game of the season. I say L. All right, damn. Kevin says L. Uh, uh, pickle. pickle. Yeah, you had this winning, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, JD. I have us winning these last two matchups and securing the NFC South Ooh, as the fourth seed. I like that. I like that. I like that, man. I like uh, you know, uh, the optimistic nature on our team, man. Like. It's a best-case scenario. This is a lot, assuming that our defense is going to be good, that Baker is going to step up and be good. Yeah, this is all me being an optimist, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. So I have, I pred, I'm predicting that my most optimistic uh, prediction is 12 and 5. My, my pessimistic one is 8 and 9, 9 and 8. My optimist okay. is 10 and 7. Y'all hear that, Browns fans? We go to the Super Bowl, and we go fuck your ass up in the process. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Talk shit to these Brown fans. Let them know where they at. I like that. All right, um, Locksman, final game of the season. New Orleans Saints on the road in the Superdome. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say L. All right. Got a lot of L's right here. Got a lot of L's. Uh, JD, do we got we got your Saints? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I, I have us going 12 and 5 on the season and, okay. and taking us out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we're going to win the South. Yeah, I like that. I like that all day, man. All right, what's our tally that we have so far? So JD's at 12 wins. Panther Pickles at 11. Uh, White Chocolate, you're at 10. And I'm at 5. Dang. And Locks, you came on a little bit late, so I'll, I'll add yours in next week whenever we go back through it. Yep. Uh, chunk, chunk, chunk is 5 and 12. So if, if I can yep, yep. to explain my, my reasoning behind um, believing that this team could go twelve and five, hell, there's a possibility that they can go thirteen and four. 
my reasoning behind it is on say on your right hand you have the Panthers going 17 and 0 and on your left hand you have the Panthers going 0 and 17 reality is is this team is too talented to go 0 and 17 so you're more likely going to be somewhere in the middle somewhere in the middle is 9 and 8 I feel like this team is definitely more on the right. They're closer to that right hand. I mean, I ain't predicting them to go 17 and 0, but they're much closer to that right side of that spectrum. So nine and eight at worst, then up. Like I, I genuinely see the team going 12 and 5. I'll get my uh pessimism uh fixed next week. <laughs> All right, man. So dude, look, I'm uh that look, I, we have a lot of widely varying predictions. And, you know, some people in the chat are saying five wins, six. Uh, Sean Hume is saying undefeated. I, I like that, man, dude. The talent is there. the The talent is there. Even hey, in the linebacker position. Yeah, go ahead, Locks. No, I was about to say. Uh, so we really play Cleveland. I got, I got a dub. So, so Nick, you gonna write that down for week two? We play the what? The Giants. Yeah, yeah. I can bring it back. I I got that as a dub. Okay. Um, who who we got week three? Saints at home. I got that as a dub. Who we got week three. Can you see the screen? No, no I can't see. Uh, uh okay. four Cardinals at home. Oh, the car, the car is it, is it home or the road? Home. Uh, I got that as a dub. All right, then 49ers at home. Uh, Trey Lance, I got that as a dub. All right. Uh, L.A. Rams at, in L.A. That's an L. That's an L. Tampa Bay at home. I, I think I already said that one, didn't I? Uh, and then week 11. That's the other one I'm missing for me, the Ravens. The Ravens, home or home or the road? Uh, away. That's an L. All right. So, still mostly W's, I feel like. Uh, and then week 18, Saints. L. That's an L. Yeah, L. I think you're right around 11 wins. One, two, three. So, Dewey, if we're 11 or 12 wins this year, that's an upgrade. Do y'all think that gets Baker Mayfield a second contract? 11 or 12 wins? It depends on how he plays. And so, and for me, in order for Baker, because I could see the team going 12 and 5 and Baker essentially being a non factor. To that, if, you're, if you are a Panther fan that's rooting for Corral to become the starter, um, talking about why Big Jordan. Um, that's what you would want. You would want to see the team succeed and say, well, you know, Baker really didn't help. We could easily start Corral and this team should see similar success. If Baker is looking to be a long-term option for any team, he needs to take the reins of this. Like everyone, every analyst says that the team will go as CMC goes. Baker needs to go out there and show people that, no, it's not CMC's show. This team goes as I go. If he, uh, he can get like a two-year contract, I think, out of it if they go that, that many wins. Franchise tag, maybe. maybe or do y'all think? Or do y'all think franchise tag is just not an option? I can see I a two-year contract. I, I put it I, like this: 
it all it all depends on the stats. If if let's just say I got the Panthers as a top defense this year, I, I think they I think they're gonna be top five overall defense, at least a top five overall defense. I think if 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 Baker can be anyway like a Jake Delone, let's just say he throws you know twenty one touchdowns and like eight or nine interceptions for like thirty seven hundred yards. I think the franchise tag will probably be too expensive, but if they can get them like on the on the on the cheap on the cheap deal, cause, cause like remember in two thousand three when uh, Cody wasn't even a fan then we had that the top defense and Jake Delone was pretty much a he was just like a game manager. The team won, but his stats wasn't really all that great. You know, I, I think if if uh, Baker Mayfield can be anywhere. Anywhere in that range, somewhere between like 20, 21 touchdowns and like say eight to ten interceptions for like thirty seven hundred yards, I think he can, he can get a decent deal. But I don't. I, if they do franchise him, it's it's to sign him to a short term, you know, uh, you know, a a decent deal. I I, I you know he he would have to actually ball out. To get the franchise tag and get like thirty million or something like that, but you know, that's what I think. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it it is around like thirty million dollars for the franchise tag, so it probably would be cheaper to pay him at that point. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's anyone's guess, man. We're gonna see this team form right in front of our eyes. Find out if they are legit, the real deal, right in front of our eyes. Uh, and it's going to be fun, man. And you know what? The City 3 Panthers podcast is going to be here the whole time. All fucking season. That's what we do, man. City 3 Panthers podcast. We put out Panther content for the fans, by the fans. I hope you have all enjoyed today's Friday free-for-all. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe if you haven't done so already. Uh, you can feel free to now join the the membership and be a 199 member. Get badges, emojis, perks. Uh, you can win prizes that we're going to be sending you guys. And guys, please feel free to use our sponsor, Manscaped.com. Use promo code Panthers for 20% off all your orders and free shipping. Uh, if we can sell at least eight of these, then we're going to have a long time uh, sponsorship from Manscaped, y'all. So we definitely appreciate you supporting the show. Um, gentlemen, is there anything that you want to plug or promote or say or do before we get out of here? You know, shave your balls. Yeah, shave your balls, bro. Nobody wants hairy balls. Yeah, no one. Literally, no one. Not me. I can't do that. <laughs> All right, look, look. I'm, I'm just gonna go around and let everybody say one more thing before we get out of here. Panther pickle. Appreciate you, brother. Happy to have you. Um, where can they find you if people want to follow uh, Panther Pickle? You can find me on uh, Twitter at Panther Pickle. Um, I'm there all the time, and uh, I'm frequently involved in arguments or discussions, <laughs> not arguments. I should say discussions. Yeah, that's what Twitter. Particularly for. with one or two people, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. With all who people. enjoy my presence. Oh, they do. They definitely do. Dude, so, that's what you learn. The, the, the people that claim to hate you the most and get pissed off the most on Twitter 
Oh, dude, those are the people that are happy to have you, man. Yep. Because what would you be on mm-hmm. on Twitter without the people that you're bitching at all the time? Right. That's literally the point of Twitter. That's how know? we became friends. Yeah, you know, I just that's, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Just uh, by the way, real quick, did y'all see that beat down Tennessee gave Ball State? No, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I heard down. about it. I heard that. Yeah, pretty, Tennessee uh, going to give Pitt the beat down next week. I think. Nice. Yeah. Just All right. Just um, let you know that in advance. No, you're right. Um, and uh, Sean, I'll let you join next Friday. I promise, brother. The link will be in the description to join. I'm about to get out of here, so it wouldn't really even be too much of a point. But I'll definitely get you on here, man. This is free. It's called the free-for-all for for a reason. It's free for all comers, brother. You know, I don't give a damn. Uh, Nick, my man, we're trying to reverse the this year. So that way when Nick goes to Panther games, we can expect a big fat fucking dub, boys. Let's go. I like that shit. Nick, what do you have uh, for the show before we jump off here? I know I'm hard on this team, and it's not that I don't think that we had the right players or even necessarily the right coaching staff around that rule. It's This team has shown me a lot over the years to where I'm better off being pessimistic and just accepting that that could be, that could be the reality that we face instead of being optimistic. Like I was at the beginning of last season after we got three wins. So even though I'm tough on the team, just know that it's not because I just like the team. It's just what they've shown me. I can't trust them right now. Yeah, you're allowed to be. I'm just hoping that they change my mind. Yeah, you're allowed to be a realist fan. I know I am, man. Like I'm. uh, I want people to show. I want this team to show me that they have that kind of fight in them. And that kind of longevity in them to do that this season. So, absolutely, man. Um, Locks, you have anything you want to say before we jump out of here, bro? Um, I'm gonna say, um, I don't like overly optimistic fans, and I don't like overly pessim 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 whatever that word is. Fans, pessimistic. Yeah, I like to keep it in the middle. I know, I know, my record is a little overly, um, overly whatever. But I think this team is probably going to be really good, especially on defense. I think the offense probably is going to take a little bit of time, but I believe the defense is going to be a top defense all year. But I also believe that there's going to be a couple of games where the defense just look like you know. They ain't worth a damn. But don't be overly don't don't be o- overly uh pessimistic and don't be overly um the other word. Hey, but that's all I gotta say, man. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. No, you're right. I I like everything that you're saying, man. Like uh, you know, do every opinion is is reasonable at this point. You know, it's like if you can have the opinion that we're gonna suck or that we're gonna be incredible. And you can find evidence for both, I feel like. So right, I, I feel that. I feel that. Uh JD, uh appreciate you joining the show once again, man. How can uh how can they find you? Is there anything you want to say before we jump off? Uh, uh not a not a whole lot, man. Um most 
I mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, like and subscribe, support C3 channel. I, it's legitimately for the fans, by the fans. Like, no other podcast that I'm aware of does what Cody's doing on Fridays and what C3 does throughout the week with the content that they put out. So, most definitely, if you in if you in the uh, the chat, and you haven't hit the like button, you haven't hit the subscribe button. Hit that. All right, go pound the like button. All right. Other than that, Panther Nation, you know what we do. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. I appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, man. Look, uh, help us kick the ass of the YouTube algorithm, man. Hit that like button. Smack it around a few times. Let YouTube know to put the C3 Panthers podcast in front of Panther fans how it should be. That's all I ask. Cody said, hit that like button and smack it around a few times. <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, I said, smack that motherfucker around, bro. Give it a smack across the mouth and let the algorithm know it's C3 time, baby. That's all. That's all we need you to do, man. Smack around that like button a little bit. Hey, man, shout out to James Island Panther for the $5. You know I appreciate you, brother. You the That's man, James. You the hometown. Home city or town, whatever. And so I hear him, no, no, no worries, brother. We're definitely going to get you on here, man. No problem at all. But uh, definitely hit that like and tell your friends, man, about the C3 Panthers podcast. Next up, White Chocolate Espresso, my man, a midget wrestling connoisseur. Talk yeah. to him, man. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, being an asshole like everyone else. Um, you know, hit that like button, slap it. You know, slap it like Georgia Tech's gonna slap Clemson around the week one matchup. God, uh, all Gamecocks fans just fucking delirious. I think we all are. I know, I know. A, a bunch of cock commanders, dude. What else can you say? But, ladies and gentlemen, that has been another edition of. The C3 Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Cody Lashing. I appreciate each and every single one of you. We will be back Tuesday night at 9 p.m. for another edition of the C3 Panthers podcast. Until next time, keep pounding. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.